0: Around the clock. Clock, 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 you can't say a minute, and in case you in case forget, you I'm the king!
1: This is the Pyro Podcast, episode 28 of the 2014 offseason. This is show 141. Hats off to you guys. Nice work there. Uh, and we got a doozy of a show for you tonight. Basically, we did last week we did a 12-man PPR league and we did a mock draft for it. Fun stuff. It's our longest podcast ever. <clears throat> Today we are gonna do di- we're gonna dissect that draft and go through the draft results and kinda of talk through it uh at length in a lot of ways. But if you haven't heard this podcast, uh the, the mock draft, maybe check that one out. It's really long. Um moments it's really vulgar, we're really loud and it, we're pretty crazy. I got a quote from um from I think it was uh it was the Vietnamese geese who's like uh He's basically like, yeah, uh, there's at least about four or five cringeworthy moments on every pyro podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try and clean it up a little bit because we are getting carried away with the length and um, just being total knuckleheads.
2: Uh, so speaking of cr- uh, uh, cringe moments who, who are you here with?
1: Yeah cr- I'm, here, I'm here with Houdini yeah, it's, 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 it's long as, as long as I'm going to that I'm here with Houdini as usual to left me I got Dogmatica across the way from me I'm D-Rex We're pyromaniac.com And uh, I think we're going to talk about a lot of any of the recent up-to-the-moment uh, news in NFL, kind of within all these players and, and, and talking about certain teams and situations. So I say, for shits and giggles, let's just get right into it and have be into this part of the segment one by three minutes, uh, which we've never, ever done. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. All right, look, we're going to dissect mock draft number two. This is a 12-man PPR league, as I said. Uh, I don't have the rules in front of me, but they are actually... Um, uh, I I didn't put them in the previous piece. I got to remember to do that. But it's basically a pretty standard league.
2: Um, by yeah, all and and, and, and let's also just approach it. It's about how do you build your team, right? Yeah. I think that's what's more important to me when I'm looking at the results of a mock draft. I want to see what uh, did this approach win. So yeah. you know, so for example, you know, you looking at what people do in the first round. Are they going first two rounds? I mean, are, who went running back, running back? who went well, running back wide receiver who went wide receiver wide receiver who grabbed the tight end quarterback you know and then how did the team shape up
1: I mean there's all these different scenarios
3: it's awesome yeah, yeah it's, it's it's interesting to see like what what the team that grabbed Jimmy Graham in the first round ended up with yep. or who whoever grabbed Calvin Johnson in that first round what they ended up with same. I'm very interested to see, you know, like who, if somebody grabbed Peyton Manning in the first round, what, what end, you know, what do you end up with there? Exactly. That's very interesting.
1: Where are guys? Where are quarterbacks going uh, in drafts? I don't know this year. You know, I, I feel like the three guys, the three horses in ten and twelve man leagues, will get taken. I think when you're at the end of that, when you're at the eighth or ninth pick, it just looks better to have a, an Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, than to go for like an Arian Foster or something of that nature at running back. Um, and so, all right, well, let's look. You know, basically, pick number one was Charlie Don't Surf, and well, the, his team. Should day. we do it round by round
2: or by team by team?
1: Interesting. A, um, good question. I say let's
2: do a team by team, so then we can investigate each team's strategy. Okay. You know okay
1: yeah and it'll well, be too hard to it'd be too hard to be, to kind of blend it all together if we're just doing it one at a time i I don't know what do you think I maybe think we should we, go maybe we should go in order my, or pre- my problem with
3: it, it with doing it that way
1: is that you have it. to
2: reference players you, you have, yeah, you have
3: no yeah you have to reference
2: who okay. was,
1: who's was gone Fine. already. we're gonna do it the snake serpentine draft we're gonna go one through and all the way and we'll talk we'll try and Try not to cover anything too much, and a lot of the subject matters that we did cover in last week's
2: podcast, we're
1: going to kind of breeze over.
2: I got another idea too. So then, when we get to say uh, we're at fourteen rounds, once we get through round seven, then we will go and and then investigate each team by team. Oh, okay. okay. that's fine. To I see it, fine. and see what their strategy was then, because then we're we'll looking rear view.
1: Okay. Yeah, right. I'm so Charlie don't surf, and you guys will show some video of this. I'm gonna put a triptych of it and test that out. And, uh, the, the ability to do video on our site wasn't working when I t- tried it two days ago. It will be by this weekend, and I'm gonna put some of this video footage of the, from a GoPro that I took of the draft last week. And basically, I got some good stuff of Charlie. It basically, looked like Charlie was drafting from like a basement or like some sort of scene out of uh, Keep the Girls or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, that'll be up there. And his his name of his first team is Bring Out the Gimp. And it's team one. uh, So it's first pick, obviously, and he went with LaShawn McCoy. I think overall, you guys are on board with McCoy as the number one overall. Yeah, you can't argue. I'm an AP guy, but... uh, You can go
2: either way.
3: I I think that uh, McCoy brings the most potential, especially in in that Philly offense. Uh, But as long as we're mentioning Gimps real quick... Um, you, you guys know me, I'm, I'm a, just a, an absolute nut for all this stuff, and I pretty much, I, I stick myself in the basement. I don't put on a mask often, um, but often, often. Uh, but uh, y- even yesterday, um, I, I was pretty much working on my tears all day yesterday and working on the draft kit and updating it so we can get it out to you guys again for this, this weekend's drafts for you guys. Um, yesterday was my birthday. Happy Happy birthday! birthday. And and that's what I was doing pretty much all day. That that was my celebration. Was to be working on the draft, getting in tears Uh, for you guys. Amen. Dedication, dude. Dedication, like big time. But back to McCoy. I I think he's going to be the consensus. You know, first pick of, of most drafts. Unless it's a quarterback-heavy, super-heavy draft, people will be going quarterbacks. But I think McCoy brings the most upside of any other player in the league.
2: Especially PPR because traditionally he gets about 30 more catches than Adrian Peterson. And and I'm sure we've all heard
3: um, he had a a slight turf-toe incident uh, recently. He was back at practice yesterday running around doing everything that you would normally do. And it was just overblown. Don't worry about that at all. He
1: says he's the best running back over AP. Next pick in the draft from Dogmatica's team hitting the wrong hole, Adrian Peterson. So, Adrian Peterson, like you said, it's you can switch. It's whatever your preference is. AP has won me a championship. Yep. I, I'm, I, I've drafted him number one overall, probably in our main league, probably three of the last five years. Yeah, he's um, you, yeah. been on my team. Uh, I just if like not, the I guy. I
3: had the number one overall pick the other, last year, two years or something. And yeah. I took him.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's just the bomb. Well, so the, fa- the fact of is, I'm going to go with guys I love that way. Yeah, absolutely, and, and
3: I do love AP. Absolutely love him. I, I love watching him. He is just a thrill to watch every time. But the fact of the matter is that they have a new offensive coordinator. Uh, Norv Turner is going to be running the show there, and Norv Turner has brought the best out of running backs and made them. Literally, yep. on t- we, we had to disqualify LaDainian Tomlinson yep. from our league one year because he just got too dominant yeah. that it was unfair to have him on any team over it was anybody else. It's unfair to pick the first pick. And that's that. who is going to be working with well, A.J. And and they difficult. expect
2: that he's going to increase his workload in the passing game this year. So, from like the 30 catches or so he's been getting, expect him to get closer to 50. Yeah. All right, third pick Houdini. Your team name here is
1: the Baton Rouge. Bitch slappers. That's um, where
2: the bitch slap came from, I know, man. I, know, I, I, know, didn't I don't see like You understand it. all I, this. It's you all love history. to
1: slap your bitches. I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my bitches away from you. Ray rests <laughs> <rap> on
2: your <laughs> thing. He is. Don't you remember? This is, this is the all bitch slap Yeah, team, I know, I know. It's, uh,
1: so at that first pick, like, you go with Forte. I think you know. Yeah. you got, PPR, PPR. You got it. You, you,
2: second year in this homer, Mark Trust system. the system No, but it, not, not only the homer part, but that is true because usually. My old rule of thumb when I was winning championships was never draft a Bear. Yeah. Uh, and if I ever drafted I a Bear, that was when I had my worst years. Like one year I drafted Marcus Robinson, and year I drafted uh, Anthony Thomas. It was like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs>
3: so, had <laughs> Neil Anderson one year. I remember way back in the day when we were yeah. playing. Holy oh, oh, yeah.
2: but, but, but this offense is different. And Matt Forte in a PPR league, it's just, it's I <laughs> like what, you know, the Bears are, are a very favorable schedule as well as far as, who they get at home, who they get on the road. So it's like you know where their tough games are going to be, and their home schedule is very preferable. So I like that, for uh, especially for a running back. Cool. Stag
1: parties. Monty's Balls Balls uh, is his team name. And that's the fourth pick, Jamal Charles. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's another one where this is a, this is a great pick. You know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking Ballsy maybe doing something, uh, you know, different than that. But I think Jamal Charles pretty much consents his fourth pick, right? As long as he doesn't stay in the dorms anymore. Did you twist yeah. his ankle walking out of the dorms? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, why would he possibly move in his own? If I was an athlete, I would be like having people. I'd be like a oh, king. Oh, What I'd are rookies be carrying, for? I'd be carrying yeah, what are rookies for? Behind. Hello.
3: Yeah, well, if, if you were the the number one player. Except, except, for you know, obviously some quarterbacks, the number one player in the league last year, but hands down, the, the guy was outstanding. How are you not having somebody carry your shit? Yeah, and he gets hurt.
2: It,
0: it, it's, well, it's, I'm gonna gonna tell you this: no from sense. now on,
2: talking to the coach, the Chiefs, uh, Eddie Reed, will have somebody carrying every bag for him the rest of of, of the season, as, as he should, as
3: he should. If Reed carries a bag, well,
2: someone's gonna have to meet him at his house to pick up his bag to get take him to the car. Get to the
1: car. My question for Stags is: Why would you name the team? Monty's balls, balls, and then not get go after Monty Ball, especially or or if you're and if you're not (laughs) going to name your second team Monty's balls, balls. Yeah, there you go. Where you know you You might have a chance to get them
2: and you want them there. Yeah,
1: Uh, I like the Jamal Charles. I think uh, I think that's the threshold. I think right there. I'm not just so you guys know just to talk about preferences here. I'm not, and I know this is crazy, but I'm not loving uh, Forte and Jamal Charles. As, as my I'm a little more worried about their what, what them getting hurt that what they're really going to do. Love them both. I know they're both sick talents, but I the way LaShawn McCoy and the way Adrian Peterson make me feel going into this
3: season is a lot
1: different and more confident than than uh, Forte. For and sure. Uh,
3: absolutely. I, I something scares me about what Jamal things. did last year. Uh, I mean, that is uh, As great as he is, and I've been a a huge Jamal Charles Jackson for since the second he got in the league. Big, huge fan of his. But that is career year beware. Big time. What he did last year. The touchdowns especially. The touchdowns especially. Got hurt on
1: one of the first hits that he took in the playoff last. Just twisted his ankle moving uh, boxes. You know, this is a guy tougher that's... Tougher schedule
3: this year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, there's some there's some flags up there.
1: But, but,
2: but he hasn't really been injured. He the one injury that he had, other than that, he plays every game. He's mm-hmm. been very durable. Same thing for Matt Forte. This is not a guy that, that's, that's really spent a lot of time on the sidelines. So. No, I missed a
3: game or two, uh, you know, a couple years or whatever, but no, not, never really an injury threat. And Jamal Charles had that one fluke injury, but a big misconception on that guy. He's always, always on the field. Okay. Uh,
1: Bellberry. Bellberry.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you add uh, it's a that's different old, old a school very, beer job. I
1: like it. All right, uh, uh, Charlie don't serve goal. second team. And here is He's, where it gets interesting. Yes, yeah. me. Okay, so his team name is Wanna Make Brandon Flowers. Okay, reference to flowers? Mr. J- uh, Jamal Charles's uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Brandon, actually, Flowers didn't he get cut? You no, know, I don't even know. No, he didn't get cut. That was somebody else. But maybe, yeah, Brandon Flowers might have gotten cut, and now he's on San Diego. Uh, but he takes Calvin Johnson. So first, fifth pick, Calvin goes in. Um, as we said, I, we all thought there was a drop-off of those running backs, and why not go for the number one overall guy in the wide receiver spot? So I like that ballsy call. Um, I think it pays off, and I was doing it in the mock draft previous. So uh, next is, is uh, mo has got the mile high for the solo guys, reference off of Houdini, um, and uh, he takes Jimmy Graham. So there you go. This uh, is where it starts to get fun.
2: And interestingly enough on, on, on Jimmy, just real fast, is that this is kind of where he's going now. Mm-hmm. Everyone who thinks that you're going to be able to wait until, oh, I'll get him in the uh, 9, 10, 11, 12. And he's not making it to 11, 12. Barely making it to 10. It's, uh, you know, it's about a 6, 7, 80 AD, uh, ADP for him. Yeah, and, and you know what? And to as well as
3: well, Jimmy, I think hey, th- The guy is Hands down One of the biggest studs In the league Obviously the biggest stud Tight end But he is A top three receiver In the league mm-hmm. You know I mean yeah. You put him at the receiver position He finishes top three In the, in the receiving uh, Category That's just I think that's a no brainer there To be yeah, honest
1: PPR For
3: sure Brandon Flowers Yeah he I mean he was uh, Let go of, But he's on the Chargers now Chargers yeah Yeah yeah, He's hey, He's, he's, called he's, he's I like him <laughs> I still like him this year Anyway Go on
1: Alright, so Mile High solo guy goes, uh, Mo goes with Jimmy Graham and then we take it to Val Verde's pick just, his, his team name there is Ha Ha Clinton Sucks Dicks um, <laughs> Love it So Nice work Val Verde you, you got one over there ready to roll Oh, I do Oh, and Val
0: Verde <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, dog! You have so much fun with that. I, I do. It. I yeah. love it. My intros to Valverde's are terrible. Dogs are pretty <laughs> terrific. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So Valverde first pick Demarius Thomas. Love it. I mean that guy. You just see. You see that cross that he in that Niners game when they just send him like five yards oh, out yeah. and he goes. With, I mean if they're not doing that play once every four downs and just saying <laughs> if they don't if the guy doesn't stick with you we're throwing you the ball then I don't know who's the offensive coordinator. Because that is just a play where you can just run that with Welker.
3: Manning's so friggin' smart. It's like, oh, no one's got him. All Manning has to do, uh, honestly, what he has to do is he'll take a quick, literally half a second, a quarter of a second look over in Demaryius' direction. And if the uh, cornerback is playing seven feet off of him, He knows he's got that quick slant. If he's playing three feet off him, he knows he's got got him on the bump and roll. No no problem going over the top there. He knows every single tiny bit on the field, depending on where these defensive players line up. And it's boom, boom, boom. It's going to be all over again. The same thing with Peyton Manning. uh, We obviously all love Julio, but I
1: like Demarius more right now. uh, I'm less scared of any injuries. He's got Peyton Manning. They've got just... It's just, I have a feeling this guy's going to potentially uh, beat out any of those top
3: guys of Calvin for a number one. Let's get that position. name right, because it's Demarius Thomas, not Denarius Moore, as you, you said right there. Did I say Denarius Dem- Moore? Yeah, you said oh, Moore. Jesus. And, and, and he is... I said,
2: uh, that's
1: Denarius. It should have yeah.
2: been Herman at least. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. do. Denari- oh, uh, my
1: favorite uh, number is number 17, and my favorite jersey is the, the Oakland Raiders, so I apologize. <laughs> I just got caught up in the moment. Uh, if I was to wear my, my jersey or have one, it would be that. So...
2: Um, Demarius Thomas, nice. Yeah. All right, well, uh, It was a nice pick because my team was up next. Jerusalem, uh, Crazy Jews. The Crazy Jews from Jerusalem. <laughs> and, and again, I'm left with a situation where, where we said we, we all love Julio Jones, right? Although I'm being kind of scared off a little bit of Atlanta nice. at, as a whole right now. Uh, I don't like the running back situation because Steven Jackson is, uh, this looks like all the wheels are, are just about <laughs> <laughs> off and he's riding on the rails. On the rims You got uh, I like I like Lugo Jones But again It's that injury factor You know The the potential Where they're taking it easy With them And as just Hard schedule
1: Strength schedule For both Brian uh, uh, Ryan and for The wide receivers Of that team The running The running game Right now Like you said Steven uh, Jackson's Looking like He's aged Unbelievably in the last two and a half years. I guess that's what happened. Same thing happened to Michael Turner. Remember he went there and all of a sudden it was like hyper hyper in two and a half, three years. He was, he was great for the first He was good for the first, first couple tune. yeah, first yep, couple. But absolutely. then no, there's no question that Steven's not that. But uh you know, it seems like
2: he, he's more like he's more like Edger James when he went to Arizona.
1: There
2: you go. Uh, so, speaking of which, because why did Edger and James do so well the year before? Because he was playing with Peyton Manning, which is why I drafted Monty Ball here. Because even with the appendectomy and everything, he's going to be back, he's going to be fine. And on average... It's it's you know we know it's guaranteed a thousand and ten but it's always at least ten and they get it close to about fifteen hundred yards in total yards. Yeah, and the
3: latest news on on Monty Ball is that he's graduating every single day. He had full pads on. He's
2: graduating every day. They're yeah. giving him a diploma every
3: day. Hey, I, I would after you get an appendectomy and and you're you know out there in full pads a couple yeah. of weeks later, Pretty good. he's already doing some work with Peyton Manning, so I, he's he's fine. I wouldn't worry about that little injury. Just like Jordy Nelson last year. You know, Don't worry about some of these little injuries. They don't play a factor with some of these big players as much as you think. I remember in our experts league draft, Jordy Nelson fell to like the seventh yeah. round yeah. or something and
2: let like that, that and in one.
3: 16-team league. Yeah. Be aware Boy,
2: you of you that because you don't be afraid to draft those guys. Like when you're looking at it, it's the value because these other people are getting scared. Don't. If, if, if we know the severity of what we're dealing with, and this is a short-term thing, I know I have a friend that had an appendectomy. He was fine a couple weeks later. Yeah. So yeah, I expect an athlete to heal faster, and a younger <laughs> athlete at that. All right, pick nine is uh, my first team—a
1: douchebag filled with slim fast—and uh, I I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Uh, I went with Julio Jones. Uh, does that pick scare me a little? Absolutely. Thank God it's a mock draft. If it's a real draft, um, I, I, I still might do it. But you know, as we'll talk in this podcast, there's a lot of things I found out. Uh, from the the, the later mid rounds in this draft, that, that kind of have changed my uh, approach.
0: I always wondered what happened to you. Well, I fulfilled a lot of people's predictions about me. I've become a real scumbag. Ah, yeah, good for you, Danny. You know, a lot
2: of people go their whole lives without ever realizing what they want to be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Johnny Dangerously
3: will oh, be the yeah. quotes in the clips tonight from Houdini Man. If you haven't seen it, go see it immediately. So go good. rent it. Go go buy yourself a VHS player. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It is. It's a good one. Uh, all right. So
1: next pick is uh, Dogmatic Could Just Hammer My Woodhead. Giovanni with one and
3: Bernard. Hey, we, 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 we did. We, did. <laughs> we talked about it ad nauseum in our last podcast. So I'll quickly just sum up my reasoning behind this. He's, got, he's going to be getting a lot more play than people think. And he's, going to get, he's actually going to get some goal line work as well. Um, PPR-wise, the guy has potential to, to be top three in catches for running backs this year, if you ask me. I, I don't think there's many guys that are going to be above him uh, in terms of catches uh in that type of offense which is going to be much more geared towards a running uh, team I, I just
2: like his prospects in a ppr format and especially because he's that that player in this offense he's the you know jeremy hill's going to be your solid player geo's going to be your game breaking player
3: yeah and as shown yeah in the preseason jeremy hill is struggling a tiny bit and he just got injured a tiny bit as well i ju- geo's just he's just got a real handle on what's going on there and i mean Who's the don't expect
2: 300 him? carries, though. I mean, we're talking...
3: 300 touches. Touches, right. Yes. But well, 300 carries, no. no.
2: Stag Party's
1: second team is dog on a leash. Dog in reference to the DAWG over across the way from me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes Eddie Lacy. And we can't talk ad nauseum about him because on the podcast last week we did so. And, uh, you know, what do you guys think? Is Eddie Lacy... Um, do you take Eddie L- Lacy ahead of Bernard or not? I know you don't. But, I, I I do. You
2: Especially because he is working into the passing game, and he did have 30-some-odd catches last year. So if he's able to, with Rodgers, you would expect, add another 15 to 20 catches, then he becomes into that PPR viable when it's about the fact that, while well, Geo's going to get some goal line work, Lacey is the goal line back, and he's the feature back. So, that, that alone, those fantasy points, if he gets three or four more touchdowns, it overcomes any PPR difference that uh, Geo gives.
0: Yeah,
3: I'll, I'll, I'll give know. it that I, as well. It was a, I like it's a that toss ball. up for me. It was, it was. It was a toss up for me, and I could have very easily gone to Eddie Lacey and be proud and happy of it. No problem at all. There's just so many different weapons on, on, uh, on that Green Bay Packers team. Sometimes it'll worry me that there'll be games where you know, it'll just be a pass fest. Uh, and and, and Lacy may not get as much work, I know that the Bengals are going to be running and running and running. And you, know? you
1: like him in a PPR
3: league because he's got a catch factor. With too. Marvin Jones getting hurt, too, you, I know they're going to go to that run a lot more.
1: My, my second team was Majestic Visions, and uh, that is the hokiest name I've ever heard. That is pretty it. hokey. I just didn't I, I didn't want to be too, too
3: rambunctious, so I just went, I went on a
1: Colorado... Rocky Mountain High vibe. At least
3: it wasn't the title of the last text I got from Stag Party, which was, I love creamsicles. <laughs> okay. That's a, that was a problem. He's doing,
1: right? he's doing mixtures of dewies he's trying out new kind of uh, sorbet and yeah, ice cream. Sorbet. Uh, put
3: together like some, the orange sorbet and vanilla ice cream. Nice work. Hi. I'm Dr. Zillman,
0: and I'd like to talk to you about your testes. The human testicle is not unlike a balloon sometimes it is empty sometimes it is full
3: and sometimes it can explode
2: careful stags
3: be (laughs) very careful be very careful all
1: right so the majestic visions in a ppr league and because they like them a lot took a brandon marshall um so i took brandon marshall you know, there's. Uh, I think there's a lot of guys right in that zone at, at the wide receiver that we'll see getting taken later this round that are right there with him. I'm just a big fan of him. and uh, I don't know. And again, we'll go, we'll talk about it more as, as the draft goes on, but I wouldn't have made this pick knowing what I know now, and that's why mock drafts are awesome. Uh, what, what what exactly is it that you know now that you? Did I? Did, did, t- I'm going to talk about it during the show, but the wide receivers are so deep that if, you, if you're not going for Demarius or a Calvin, in my opinion, no, which are still good picks, I don't, I, I'd rather have taken more running back action, taking running back because I know I can get awesome wide receivers.
2: There, there was no running back left that I would take over Brandon, because here's the other thing. In PPR, great. who stands out the most? It's not it's not these other wide receivers that you're talking about. Those are the 80-catch receivers, the 85-catch guys. This is a 100-catch receiver. Potentially, 100, had, last year was 100 was his worst. And that was yeah. McCow, who was, you know, was, was in there and targeting a lot more of uh, Elshon Jeffrey. Yeah, you might be right. You might be and right. Marshall's I, could be good for 112 catches. If you are on PPR and your receiver gets 40 more catches yeah. than uh, the other receivers,
3: I, I think there's a legitimate argument that he's the third wide receiver off the board in a PPR league. I think there's Calvin and there's Demarius, and then I think it's Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Uh, especially because there's uh, the risk of a uh, Julio Jones.
2: Because Roddy is more of the guy, a PPR guy.
3: Yeah.
2: He kind of narrows the gap on, on Julio and PPL. Yeah, and
3: some people will be talking about Des Bryant, but I think there's a lot of risk there. It's extremely tough straight to the schedule, the Tony Romo thing. Um, I mean, there's, there's risk with the AJ Green because they're going to more running offense. Yep. I think that it's just, I think Brandon Marshall's right there. But How what many others? There's, me. Like,
2: there's only like, what, three or four hundred catch guys every year. So Yeah,
3: there's, the only thing that would scare me about Brandon Marshall is what just came out recently is that um, every Tuesday he's going to be flying to New York. Um, right after practice, flying to New York and taping inside the NFL and then flying back the next day. So he's every single week of I the year. Don't, don't worry about that. that. I don't think it's
2: a big deal, you know, here, here, listen, but it's, it's scary. I don't thing. like that. His, his one personality He talked it over or, with the other, Trestman first the other to see if it was st- worth
3: it to, to do it and yeah. see if he if he was allowed to do it, if it would really infringe anything. And Trustman said if, if you really feel it's okay to do, and Marshall said, don't worry about it. I'll put in the work. I'll be fine. I'll do it. So he's going to do it. And that scares me a tiny bit because that's it. Two flights, two extra flights uh, now, okay, every I single week, uh, on a Tuesday. No fly go directly. Especially if you're playing uh, Monday nights, which they do play some a I, couple yeah, of Monday nights. I, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like it
2: either. I, I don't necessarily like it either. But at the same time, for him, I'm not as concerned. He has a condition, and part of that condition is he needs to stay focused on on things. So yeah. if this is something that helps him to, you know, just helps. If, okay. in, in a way that is therapeutic. Yeah, I, I then, then so be it. Okay. Well, my next. And I'm sure pick, if it's not working, they'll make them stop. Yeah. Right. Uh, my
1: next pick on that sure. on the rebound was Marshawn Lynch, um, and you know just got the running back there. So I got coming out of my uh, first two picks, I've got Brandon Marshall, and I got Marshawn Lynch for the running back. So then uh, next pick, stag parties, dog on a leash. He's going DeMarco Murray. He loves DeMarco he Murray. He loves DeMarco Murray.
3: He is a huge fan of DeMarco Murray. You know what? If DeMarco Murray stays healthy for all 16 He's games. He's great. He, I mean, it is it is great. What he was putting up last year was disgusting. So, I mean, it's it's a worthwhile pick if. Yeah. But it's a big if with him. Yeah. And especially if Romo goes down, they're just going to be bunching the line because nobody's scared of Brandon Whedon. That's for sure.
2: I'll give him this, though. I, for his team, because he had Eddie Lacy with the first pick. I like it. Because if you've got DeMarco, number one, you didn't take him in the first round. You got him as your second running back. That's worth the risk if you've got a steady guy ahead of him, you know? And you got now you, he's got power there, if, you, if as you said, if healthy.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting. We'll, 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 we'll come will it we'll later, come, we'll look but there, interesting yeah. the way he played out his team. I'm, I'm very
1: interested. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that okay. later. Okay, yep. Uh, baby, just hammer my woodhead. Dogmatica, your second team. You want Giovanni, in the first pick. Peyton Manning, your boy. I think uh, we should. You, you know, we just you just went
3: went with them, and you know the points you're gonna get. It's, I think at that point it's a no-brain. I mean, we we discussed it as well during the podcast, but I think there's just at that point you're either you're going you're going either like a Des Bryant or an AJ Green or, or something along those lines, or you're going with the, the top point getter last year and potentially a guy who could. I don't know. It's it's possible. I'm going to throw it out there real quick. Possibly throw 60 touchdowns.
2: No. I don't. Hey,
3: listen. I don't think it's really possible. But he doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. Well, man. I bet
2: 10 bucks. I'll give you a 10 to 1 odds.
3: No, I wouldn't even take the bet. I'll tell you that right now. I'm just throwing it out there.
2: Okay. But I, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. normal, the normal.
3: What he's gonna do
1: Let's is throw at least 37,
2: 37 to 45 touchdowns. M- worst 37 That's what I mean yeah. In this yeah. offense Probably say 42 to 48 touchdowns Is probably what he's going to do
1: Yeah I mean I, If he throws 37 touchdowns Monty Ball Had 25 touchdowns
2: Right
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah That's true That's true Alright So I, I think that's a great think we're I think sco- you are scoring at will Still <laughs> It's funny Anyway go on yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of it's talent It's a machine there.
2: now That's what, that's what Indy was D-Rex
1: yeah. A douchebag team Is um, Is Des Bryant So I got Julio Jones Des Bryant I like it, so I'm going I'm to stick with it But as we, we'll talk later as we go on uh, New things that you find out But I'm going to run with that team for right now Houdini, what are your crazy Jews doing here?
2: So this was interesting because again How the draft goes, right? Because every draft is different And I sat here, like I, I thought for a second And, and, and Dog was and If you listen to the podcast You were hesitant, you almost didn't pick Peyton Manning And I'm going, what, what are you doing? And then you took him So I was thinking about myself, why why is Peyton Manning still available?
3: I I I had to to register with me real quick.
2: Why is he still available? And this is where I was because I looked at the first round, and there were a bunch of guys taken in the first round that I don't have first round grades on. So, I mean, I'll I'll just give it out right here. I believe first four picks should be running backs. I would go the four running backs that were taken first in our draft. After that, I think, pretty much right. Calvin Johnson, Jimmy Graham. Whichever way you want to go with them, I think those are the next next picks. Then it's uh, the only other receiver that I have a grade on in the first round is Demarius. Mm-hmm. And then I have the other, uh, the, the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning. So that's kind of where I would go in the first round. So I'm sitting here, you got Peyton Manning, but Drew Brees is still sitting there. Uh, it was a no-brainer to me. I have a first-round grade on him. I'm going to take him.
3: Uh, Lacy, our Lacey and Ball right there. To, uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm sorry. The twelve man, lead, yes, Lacey and Ball are the other two, which is why I took Monty Ball in, in this. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bet the first four of the running backs. So six running backs, the three quarterbacks, Calvin Demarius yeah, yes. and Jimmy. And Jimmy. But Calvin and Jimmy are definitely like five and six. Yeah, yeah. I'll,
3: I'll give you. that. And Jimmy
1: anchors the whole position, so it's a good time in that one. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So Valverde's second pick, he went with AJ Green. Um you know, you talked. We talked it at length about it. The system could be a lot different. I think his talent prevails. He actually gets uh, a bump, does bump does right more now. with
2: less. He's got Marvin Jones being hurt now. That kind of gives him that extra bump back up because that was the guy who's probably going to be a bigger potential to steal uh, receptions from him. The Mohamed Sanu. Of course, there's two so, ways
3: to look at it. Right now, with Marvin Jones gone, do they double Aj more?
2: Well, they might, but at the same time, you know, it's uh, Andy Dalton has is, is looking looking pretty good right yeah. now, and he's, more, he's so comfortable. They came in together; they have such a chemistry. So. Agreed,
3: agreed. I, I think his, his talent definitely prevails, and he's definitely worth that shot there. He's actually bumped up my boards just watching the way him and Dalton just work so well together. I, I mean, <laughs> they, they do. They did. I've I bumped them up. It's gotten to the point where I, you know, I don't. It doesn't matter if they're running a running system here. It matters that chemistry. Yeah. It's, it, especially because of that running system. Because teams are going to be bunching a little bit more because they're going to be playing two tight ends, they're going to have to bunch the line a little well, bit more because this it's going is, to be a strong running game. AJ's going to be a little bit freer out there.
2: That, yep. That's what people also you got to understand, too. Especially if you're in leagues that reward for the long touchdown. Then, when you have a strong running game on a team, it really gets you the longer touchdowns around that team because you're able to do play action. Unless you have a guy who just has freakish speed, like Mike Wallace or or like uh, uh, Tavon Austin or these guys, you can just four two four four. Or Devery Henderson, Right, yeah, Deshaun. Deshaun. <laughs> Deshaun. But but that but that was an offense that's built around because they do so much Debra. with the short screens, whatever. That often sets up deep passes. So there are so many offenses like that, but the good running offenses can always set up the deep bomb.
3: It's true, and and deep bombs, by the way, uh, do not mesh well with like West Coast offense. No. So if you're in a West Coast offense, you're depending on a guy's moves and his uh, his ability to. You know, Catch and, keep, and make
1: a run. Catch and make a run. Exactly. Catch and make a run and read and read the situation.
0: Exactly. And, and, and Which is not, it's Don't not be
2: like Ronaldo Nehemiah in that game where he he thought it was man-to-man and it was zone and the guy was waiting for him and just crushed him. Oh my That's some right. NFL the, crunch scores if you get love
1: that. Love Ronaldo Nehemiah. What a Absolutely. name. Good old Rams player. A hurdler right uh, um, He also played on The no, no, 49ers He was
2: on the 49ers this yeah, Oh 49ers. 49ers. And
1: I think he played For the Dolphins at
2: one point. Yeah he was all over it. It. Yeah he nice. was all over yeah.
1: Alright uh, most mile high for the solo guy Aaron Rodgers Is the second pick uh, I think this is Where you get him Aaron Rodgers Could easily be The number one Points getter And you're getting That kind of action uh, Sitting here That slot Good times so, out, out. so
3: it's first two picks Jimmy Graham <laughs> And Aaron Rodgers I, so I mean did not that Now did.
1: all you gotta do Is just You know well, we'll, we'll talk about and, and wide receivers.
2: It's funny because we'll talk about this where you were saying you don't like where the wide receivers were. Here's a guy that, that totally went that approach, So we'll compare the two.
1: Cool. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Want to make Brandon Flowers pick number two? Le'Veon Bell.
2: And <laughs> uh, pass hey. it over here. Give me that blunt. <laughs> Shit's the cops.
1: Oh God. Eat
2: that shit. Eat that shit.
1: A backfield that smokes weed together. Gets us and gets together. suspended together. It stays together
3: in the clink. Together. Le'Veon Bell, uh, uh, levit- le- 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 levitated bong. Le- levi- yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> levit- bomb hit,
2: bomb hit bong hit bong.
3: Levity bong. They
1: were well,
2: smoking Legarrett's last name.
1: Yeah, they were smoking blounts. Uh Damn, stupid, stupid does, stupid is. Le'Veon, he looks like the kind of guy that might be out of the league by year four. And, uh, and just be a, a waste of talent. Now, Here, Garrett's been hanging
2: on by, by his balls for three years, four years now. <laughs> here's the other thing. If I, was, I was moving him down my boards on uh, the next years regardless. Me too. Me he, too. Uh, it's already kind of determined now that that fear that I had about him and Garrett Blump being kind of the similar guys and very similar now as they're yeah. wrestling together, it's, it's going to eat into he's not going to be a feature back. It's going to be a complete. You take a series, then I take a series. It could just be every other. And so, in that regard, he is no longer this premier running back. And and, there's, and he even said too, he could even see Blunt getting the goal line carries, even though Blunt's never done it in his career, because yeah. he has the bigger back.
3: Uh, he's not that much bigger. I know, like five ten pounds. He, he, yeah, he's there. not that much bigger. But the the bonus that Bell has is that he can catch passes and he can play in that passing game a little bit. And they are going to be running a lot more no-huddle offense this year uh, with Ben Roethlisberger. They already said that a long time ago, and they do plan on doing that. They're not showing a lot of it in the preseason. But don't forget that that's what they plan on doing, doing some no-huddle. Blount will not work in that no-huddle at all. He cannot catch passes, and, he, and he's not the greatest uh, blocking back either. Yeah. Bell can take care of business back there, and he can catch passes. Yeah. So Bell will be playing a lot more than you think. Uh, even though there's a lot of even carry stuff going around right now, well, and the goal line stuff going around. I'll show right you, now. here's
2: my concern for all the years that I've watched football, right? I see the guy, like Leviathan Bell, they're at the, the, the 45 yard line in the hurry up of offense. They give him a carry. He gains seven yards. They go, hurry up, hurry up. They go to the play. They do a little screen pass. He gets it. He takes it down to the, to the 20, 27. All right, hurry up, hurry up. He gets another screen pass. He takes it down to the 12. I got to go out. I got to go out. No! Here comes LeGarrette well, Two the plays latest. later. It's a touchdown of my guys on the bench.
3: Actually, after the latest news, yeah, his yeah, lungs yeah. are shot after two plays. Yeah. Not three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No,
1: but it's true. There are guys that set that up. And then all of a sudden, you get the you It get seems the it happens harder. every week. Not to use all these kind of references, but the, someone Bogart and your touchdowns, nothing worse Alright, next pick is going to be Stag Parties, Monty Balls Balls He takes Jordy Nelson I think we all like that, it's a dynamic guy uh, Got his money Uh, Sometimes he gets a little banged up But I don't feel worried about that Heading into the season And he's the number one target for what arguably Is the best quarterback
3: in the league And he's He's just a, a beast He has been a touchdown machine for a few years now Last year, when Aaron Rodgers was in the game with him, he averaged over 100 yards a game. So let's not forget that. This guy is a beast with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Randall Cobb has been very quiet this preseason um, and might be losing a little bit of confidence. I do still love a Cobb, but Jordy Nelson is the man there. The man. Alright, Houdini, you're Baton Rouge Bit
1: Slappers. I don't know if you're you had a premonition that Andre Ellington was going to be a thug in future in his career, but I don't think he's hit any women yet, but you went. I wonder Ellington. if any women have hit
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those ones where, you know, you say, gotta go for it sometimes, right? Just just take you it. this guy's a second round pick, though, but I like the pick. And, well, and especially because of the PPR aspect of it, and here's a guy that, I know that they're going to give him a ton of touches, you know, so how Bruce Arians works, but he, as much as he's going to get the, the uh, maybe 100, I, I don't think he's going to get 200 carries. I think maybe 180 carries, 170 carries, but he could get 170, 160 targets in the passing game. And if that happens and in a PPR, whatever it is, I, I think he's going to get I think put, he's going to be running more than you think. I, I, they don't got anything
3: else, really. And he's shown that he's a little tougher. He's been running a little bit. He hasn't done well in between the tackles. And you're not going to
2: do it for too long because you want to keep him spry. So that's why I'm saying here's a guy that I'm going to say minimum is going to get seven targets in the passing game a week. Could get close Agreed. to ten. That's why I'm saying 160 targets. It's, yep. it, it could be Yeah. I crazy. mean, they're
3: talking 300. T- if they're seriously talking 300 touches, which they are, I, I, I mean, I think it's at least 200 carries. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think it's
2: I all think right Because so he's not going to get 140 catches.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but, I'm but telling you, the
1: guys get Larry sweet. And I agree with you. Roll the dice. I think that you know it's crazy that he's going in the second round. Uh, you're not super ecstatic about it. There's a lot of concern going into week one with that. But if everything hits right.
3: And I have no problem. Psyched. Yeah, I, I, we got ghosts. But oh, I have exactly. no problem mentioning that I think that we were the only site in the entire United States that had him ranked in our top 50 at, right. b- before the season started. Yeah. And we had him, I think, at 46 or 44 or 45. Uh, Keeper really League. have always been on this guy. Love him to death. And he's proven to be a, a stud out there. Keeper League
1: and Dynasty League people are, are, are keep telling us the shows. What should I do here? I'm definitely doing Ellington. Thank you very much for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I only have to burn my 22nd
0: round pick for yeah. him.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, but I love it. Take a chance. Uh, next pick, Dogmatica. You had Adrian Peterson sitting wrong, the wrong hole. You back it up with your Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, what are your expectations for Alshon
3: this year? Um, pretty much what he did last year. I'll be honest. I, I think that the Bears, again, have a very easy pass schedule. Um, I think Brandon, they're both in incredible shape. The guy, he, he had a bit of, I don't know if it was really a, a worry but having Marquez, uh, Marquez Wilson breathing down his neck a tiny bit in the beginning of the, the summer uh, might have been a bit of a distraction because, I mean, Wilson was working out with them and he was showing very well, but Wilson's going to be out for at least eight weeks now from what I hear, maybe even ten or so. Santonio! Uh, San Santonio. Santonio Holmes, not scared. Uh, scared if they start hanging out with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that might be a problem. If he... If he's the Laguerre Blount factor, we got we got a problem here. Are, are you going dra- Al- to draft
2: him be. on a slim, slim, fast for the douchebags? Who's that? Santonio Holmes. Because it, he fits the team name. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I
1: like. Here's what I, with Holmes. I like him as a football player. As an addition to our team, something that we needed and we don't have. Yeah. Uh, that I feel like Wilson was all just a kind of another version of that. So I like it. But for fantasy, now I mean, maybe who knows? He, he's he's in our tears now. He wasn't in our last set of tears. That's a fact. He's <laughs> in the <laughs> tears now. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, so we'll see. So, Alshon, nice. Like it. Next pick, uh, Charlie Don't Surf. Bring out the gimp. Antonio Brown. So, that's the first of his two picks.
2: And we'll just talk. I'll just mention his third I'll just like, talk about, about Alshon, Alshon real fast. Just 89 catches. Okay. That's PPR. <laughs> he was only yeah. 11 behind Marshall. Yeah. Anyway, go
3: on. Still, yeah, I mean still 89 catches for that guy. <laughs> I mean, Ridiculous. And they and actually they were talking about you you mentioned, it, I think, last podcast, so let's mention it again mm-hmm. real quick. They were talking about the perfect, uh, mentioning like perfect receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they yeah. used him and his hands. Yeah. I think yeah. it was. hands yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's serious <laughs> Second year hands. player, and they're using his hands
1: over He's got the best hands like since since uh he's got hands like uh, Michael Irvin. The, yeah, the catch that, the, that the, we were the, talking ball about ball. off of they the big jug, jug machine. Strong arm, yeah. grabbing the
3: ball,
2: and just saying it's mine. The between the legs, uh, yeah, uh, through his legs, backward through the jug machine catches were ridiculous.
3: Yeah, he's that's yeah, ridiculous. <laughs>
2: nice. He's so so ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh,
1: Antonio Brown was the first pick. Second pick, Randall Cobb. So with McCoy, now he's going for a lot of catches in a PPR, and he's going Brown
2: and Cobb. I like it. I got a quick question for both of you. Yeah, do you, do you like being wraparound picks? Sort of. Doesn't bother me.
3: I, said, I, I don't know how to take that question, but I'll, I'll go with football. <laughs>
2: I, I didn't uh, say reach around. I said wrap around. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of different ways. There's a difference there. <laughs>
3: it's a man at the bottom. Um,
2: um, <laughs> I, look, I no. I, for the wraparound.
3: You know what I mean? It, it gives you in a ten man league or twelve man league. It gives you a long time. To not just debate your pick, but um, it gives you almost too much time to drink. And I don't like that, to be honest. What about just too this much, much, much downtime?
1: I, like I like it better to be on the edge than to be the, the two, which I'm gonna be this year in our main league. And then you get two picks, that, and then you get to go again. It's like those two picks. When you're in, it seems like they're always making the, such a hard decision. Which guy do I do here? Because what's going to happen there? And it's like you look and sometimes you screw it up and you're like, ah, oh, I thought he was going to go that way. Why did I think he was going
3: to? So it's kind of like a, a mind fuck. A However, bit. when you are on the wraparound, you have no chance to play the factor of uh, knowing your league, knowing what these guys are going to do, or also yeah. knowing. Um, what they have on their team
2: already, or, or you really have big. to know what they're going to do because you have to anticipate everybody drafting twice before you pick again. Dude, if you're in, in, this, if you're in, in that two hole
3: and in this that one hole doesn't have a QB yet and a, and a and a second running back, but they have three wide receivers in their tight end set. You know what they're going with, so you can still yeah. do something with that two-pick and wait and go. You can probably get both picks that you wanted. Yeah. That's a, but the problem is, if on the wraparound, you don't have a chance to even do anything like that. Here's the way to think
1: about it. In this draft right here, so Cobb taken by Charlie, don't serve. He doesn't get to pick again for twenty three picks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it 23 it's gonna wait twenty three. That means it, all sorts, like you said, no league. Like, all sorts of runs can happen. You have no idea what's gonna so happen. So many guys
2: go off the board before you pick 23 again. Twenty three picks. That
1: that that blows. All right. So next pick, Robert Ronkowski. We Talked about him a lot in the, in the last podcast. So let's just throw these over. High, high risk, high reward. high risk, high reward. Uh, you know, he's running around in practice. So I like what I see, but you know.
2: And the next guy we talk, gets
1: hurt again. <laughs> he pretty much the outlook has to. Anybody who's still on board with this guy has to
3: be like, all right. He's well, here's well. the thing with your Rob Gronkowski pick: tight ends are deep. You can get some yeah. really good tight ends yeah. later on if you want. So if you go Rob Gronkowski early and it pays off for you, awesome. If it doesn't, you could still back it up later and still be okay. Now, I don't I think picked, it's that bad of a pick early, th- re, you know, I mean, knowing what he can do for yeah. your team.
2: I gotta know your league, right? If you're in a basically almost a touchdown only type league, then still he's worth the risk there because he is a touchdown a game if he's if he's healthy. Absolutely. Where these other guys are lucky to get four or five, six touchdowns on the season. That's true. Absolutely. <laughs> next worth it worth it, I think. So the next pick was mine again, Percy Harvin. We talked about him at the ad nauseum as well, so let's just move on. We know I love him. I'm a whore for him. Okay, great. Next. <laughs> he's a fast. He's a good. So let me tell you. Okay. What about your mom, John? What is it? How much? The Block Salivary Glam,
3: $7,500. Really? Yeah, go ahead and do it. Hey, it'll be
0: good to see her spit again,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Doug Martin, the Stag Party's uh, third pick. Uh, so he's got Jamal Charles, Jordy
2: Nelson, and Doug Martin. Well, Doug Martin's an interesting pick here because again, here's a guy that slid. Here's a guy that has higher grades, even in a PPR league too. Now, this was before. Well, uh, did we know? We didn't have the news on Charles Sims. No,
3: I, I had actually. I took Charles Sims. Okay, right. Okay. With that so, second team,
2: Charles Sims. Now this becomes. It'd be interesting to see where he would have gone had the news of Charles Sims now who's out for the season um, had we known that. Maybe he would have gone late second round. Uh, I don't think Sims was, was. No, no, no. Well, no. They, yeah, well, hey, Sims, was, Sims looking was really good. good. He was All looking right. really good. And they, was gonna, they were and good. They took him. Remember, remember too. Lovey Smith they, they went in, in Chicago ran the Cedric Benson with uh, Thomas, Thomas Jones. Jones. And it was. It, it was Forte always,
1: with Michael Bush, the first. Right. Year. They, they, they yeah. kept
2: trying it. They always, They brought on Marion Barber. They kept trying to to to, to split the characters. Poor Barber. Yeah.
1: That one game
2: just oh, brutal. Oh, yeah. But the, I mean, he's still, still in the corner crying about the, the that. The thing is that the uh,
3: Tampa Bay's still going to be doing that. They still have two good backs. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Rayner and, and, right. and Mike James both did really well. You know, so I think that. It, it, I mean, yes, I think it boosts Martin a little bit, but um, I mean, does it boost him that much that it's a game changer. No,
2: he's a lot to prove with him, right? Because he did. He didn't hit any big open holes last year. It was he had seven. He had a seventy-yard run as a rookie. He had like big play for big play in the passing game. Last year, his his, uh, his I don't even have the numbers in front, but I, I know it was like his like his yards per carry yards per, per uh, carry average dropped almost a full yard. His longest run from seventy was only a, a twenty-eight-yard uh, long run. So he wasn't getting the explosion plays last year. Defenses were aware of him. They were scheming for him. They were bunching. They were bunching the line against him.
3: They, they knew what they had. There was a, it was a one-trick pony in the wide receiving court. It was, yeah. it was Vincent Jackson. That was it. So they were bunching against D- Doug Martin. They only had a rookie, yeah. whether it was, it was Glennon, or before that, they had Freeman. And who the fuck was scared of Josh Freeman at but, that point?
2: But who's scared of Josh McCown? Nobody. So don't you think that still defenses this year are going to bunch the line and say, we're going to stop Doug Martin, make Josh McCown beat us until Josh McCown proves that what he did in Chicago was real? We're going to stop Doug Yes, Martin. A bit of a promo because I think this plays into it a little bit.
3: Offensive line is a, is something that makes a big difference with something like this. Last year uh, they were beat up again, and the year before that they were beat up again. But I mean, it's it's going to happen. They, I don't know. It. We have a basically what I'm saying is we have an offensive line piece coming out that's going to be out in just a little bit. Stags is putting some final touches on it. Um, Valverde did some hard work on it, and it plays a big difference in what's going on uh, with a lot of these runners and whether they're going to uh, do very well during the season or not very well. Because an offensive line plays a much bigger factor in things than people realize. And it needs to be paid attention to. So when this piece comes out, definitely give it a read and consider it in your drafts. Uh, we'll try and have it out before this weekend for sure. So yeah. people drafting this Who
1: are, out. like, I know the Cowboys are one of the Let's just name a few just so people, listeners that might have drafts before are trying to get. Who are some of, not, nothing too hardcore about the piece, but who are
3: some of your favorite offensive lines? I mean, I, I know we've talked about it. San Fran has always done. San Francisco's yeah, got a nice one. They, they, they've always done really well. Uh, Seattle ha- has a nice stocked line. They've lost, I think, a couple of pieces recently, but they always have backup talent coming in. That, that They've always made sure that that's going on. Um, the Bears have done very well with yeah. their offensive line. Yeah, really, yeah to, we're triggering all the starters this year, too. So Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely some other uh, really good ones out there. Give our piece a read, and, and cool. you'll, you'll like it. Cool, I like it. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Charlie and, and Denver with uh, Ryan Clady coming back is also very nice for that too. Monty balls, balls. Yeah. Uh, was... Oh my god! And with Val Verde coming, coming back, holy oh, god. That, that guy
1: that, that, that. opened so many holes that hitting the wrong hole never yes. happens. <laughs> <laughs> hitting that wide mouth hole right oh, there. There it is. Of a 16 ounce old uh, oh,
3: Thank you, Val Verde.
1: Didn't didn't um. <laughs> didn't didn't last <laughs> week uh, uh, Staggs?
3: E- <laughs> Sounds like Johnny's getting laid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: <man. laughs> uh, <didn't, laughs>
1: I love didn, it. Uh, didn't didn't Staggs bring you lo- the wrong beer last week? He did. Yes, he did. But uh, I'll t- I'll well, tell you, like, I'll God. definitely take what he gave me. Someone just. So Doing a FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about that. I turn <laughs> they that got
3: one look at out. you, and you're like, goodbye. You're yeah. like, all right, I guess I'm not That's actually Roxanne,
1: it. who's our new, uh, our new illustrator. She, she showed me last night the, uh, the frigging, we do- got a Des Bryant new illustration. Nice. Sick. Can't wait. Uh sick. So yeah, it's good. Um all right, next one, Reggie Bush is Charlie Don't Surf. We talked um, about that. Make, knows okay, so we're not even gonna talk about it. Next pick, Alfred Morris, mile high for the solo guy. Uh you know, I saw that game on Monday night. He, the fumble well that, but he couldn't get in on what he had like four tries from the one inch line.
2: Yep. Four tries. Could,
1: four
3: tries. Yeah, failed.
2: Could not get in. And but, but that's not that's not really who you know that he it's not him, it's, that's the line. Because well, that's not 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 just. And I was line, starting to get high on them, Cleveland. and I saw that
3: I'm like, this whole team's scared. Cleveland's line is good, really they good.
2: They are good With Paul Kruger the, on yeah, there. That it, yeah, that is a
3: really good line that's going to be a, tough one to, no, yeah, oh, sorry, no, a tough one to get through either way. Defense line, yeah, defensive line. No, Cleveland's defensive line. That's a tough one to get through. Morris will do that more often than not, believe me. It's not, they're not going to be. He uh, always up. falls forward. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be doing that more often than that. I like that pick there. They, he needed it. He had Graham as his stud tight end, he had Aaron Rodgers. He needed to get his running backs and, and, and wide receivers in going. And what was left right there was an Alfred Morris who's well, going to
2: score t- touchdowns and he's going to put up yards. I want to go to what you like to- it. I, I'm kind of scared on Washington right now as well. I'll, I'll save it when we get to. The, the, the main guy that's uh, doing yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up well, there. More, but here's what I'll say. Right
1: now, after looking at this, to me, knowing how, and we'll talk about this, how you just go into oblivion on running back after about the next one or two guys that go here.
3: Yeah. Uh, I like that Doug Martin and Alfred Morris. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you definitely had to do that at that point. Bush, uh, I mean, Bush was a PPR pick. At yeah. that point, so I mean, uh, Doug Martin, and not a terrible PPR pick, well, although they're going to be taking him out maybe
2: maybe the guy that was taken next is now with what you've seen, the guy that you would have taken instead of Alfred Morris, Arian Foster, boomer bust. He's a big boomer bust
3: pick right there coming up in, in uh, with the uh, in the seven hole Val Verde, haha, Clinton sucks dicks. Uh, he's got Demarius Thomas but, well, and AJ yeah, Green, right, and then he he goes into Arian
2: Foster, and and, and, and again, here's a guy if healthy. Yeah, you know, big question mark with him because he's just been getting every little thing mixed oh, up. It's, I mean, yeah. It's I, risk, I, but, but he's playing right now. And when he does, he's going to get a lot of those catches too. His
1: strength schedule schedule, his dog I'm waiting
3: to see him out with an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 yeah, that's, that's a good one. But <laughs> uh, Aaron Foster, listen, he is a huge boomer bust, can put up a ton of touchdowns and a ton of receptions as well but again the, the huge injury factor with that guy
2: and that's again the, the whole thing about waiting now and this is where you're talking about this is the, this is what you're left with And i like
3: in here as well
1: uh, this is kind could of blow up in your face and be hurt but if things if all things being equal and he, he plays even if he plays 10 12 games this is a solid pick knowing what you got in store in to schedule the yeah. run and easiest.
2: this is one of those things where if you're waiting first two rounds you go for that quarterback tight end we'll, we'll get into this further but and then you get this is this, is this yeah. is right it's not bad but this is uh, mid, mid of the third but now after this it's, it's yeah, pretty, pretty there's racer. also
3: no worry about Andre Brown either anymore on that Houston team yeah you know if anybody's worrying about Andre yeah. Brown stealing some goal line stuff or anything like that he's gone yeah, even, I mean, nobody's even picked him up yet, as far as I know. Uh-huh. So, I mean,
1: Orange Julius on uh, the Crazy Jews. So again, so, you got you got some
2: Broncos. You well, know, again, here's what and we talked about that in the uh, in the podcast too about the teaming up with yeah. the players and which ones to go with. But again, I wanted Arian Foster on this team. But once he went, there was like you talk about the, the that was the drop off on running backs. Not my tears. That was right there. I said, nope, I don't want to go after any of these running backs right now. I'm not going to go after one of the guys that gets taken four or five picks later. I just said I'm going to take the next top tight end on my board, who I actually have as number two because I'm, I'm don't trust in Gronkowski. I uh, so I took so I took the on the best offense and I go with it. All right, my next team. We talked
1: about this at length. Everyone hates the pick, so we won't talk about it all. Trent Richardson. We'll just see. I do we'll not see. think he's great, but I think we'll get the opportunities. Um, Jerry Macklin on Dogmatic is uh, my Woodhead team. Um, I think we talked about that a, a little bit. A little but, bit
3: I'm going to throw out there. Again. Yeah. It's, it's a boomer bust. As well. I like. Why not? If, if he stays healthy, which again is of course you know up in the air. Same thing as like an Aaron Foster. A lot of the other guys are yep. talking about. If he stays healthy. What did Deshaun Jackson do last year? He had the best year of his career, right. easily. Not even close. It was easily twenty
2: more catches
3: and twenty more catches. That's huge in PPR. And Avance is gone now. He's going to pl- the greatest some of these
1: receiver weeks. ever yeah. in Philadelphia. Very good receiver. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, there's no question that Macklin's in for a, a, a just a bevy of opportunities. And, and, and yeah. Make
2: this point here, like what you're talking about. It if plays You have a guy year. that you just you have a feeling about, right? And you and you and you just you got this gut feeling. Go with it, then. It, it, there's, it, as long as this, here's what I'll say. As long as it's on a good team, a high-scoring fantasy team, don't have this gut feeling that says in this position or in the next round, I've got a great gut feeling about Dwayne Bowe. I'm, I'm gonna grab me some Dwayne Bow in the fourth round. You know, like don't get that kind of gut feeling. Make sure it's out of Chicago. Make sure it's out of a Philadelphia, a uh, Denver, uh yeah. high scoring offense. A, a New Orleans, please.
3: Absolutely, don't be, don't be, I got it. a gut feeling with that second Carolina receiver. I got, I got something to say
2: here.
3: <laughs> um, we did a piece. We did a piece. I think it was months ago, um, where we all went through what we did last year in our tears. And what we did and what we would have done different and what did we learn yeah, by it. I remember that. One of the things that I learned is that I judged Deshaun Jackson on what he did before. And I had him way down in my tears and I never grabbed him. You did. Who did he? You were high well, I, on Deshaun yeah. Jackson last year. Because I was on this whole Chip You Kelvin. were on the whole Chip Kelby thing. That's the thing. Don't judge on what they did in the past or what they were in the past. Especially if there's a whole new system in the and regime there. Exactly. Sometimes injuries shouldn't play that much of a factor. I've, I also played injuries into factors sometimes last year. Sometimes you shouldn't. This is one of those things where if you grab a Jeremy Macklin here in the third round as, you know, I don't know, it's 10th, 12th, 15th, whatever receiver right here, he can blow up and be a, just like Deshaun did last year and be a top 10 receiver top 8 receiver in the league well you can have him there this is about a, he's he's drafted this is it's not there's not 15
1: wide that's receivers that's what i'm drafted. saying i'd learn
3: dude this is one of those type of situations you got to learn and understand this is a blow up situation Chet kelly number one receiver blow up it's like what
1: Houdini was doing with Ellington you're taking the risk and if it pays off, you're winking at everyone like, "Who's your who's your daddy?" Yep. And if it doesn't, you're like, "You know what? I'm going to use the rest of this draft to, to back my give myself the depth. Exactly. And I'm not putting all my eggs in on any, any 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 player. We've we I I know we've all talked about. It. I've won championships where my first round pick is done early, injured, and I still you still go on to win them. So do not think at all and be confused on the fact that your championship is made in the first round or even with your first two picks. It's not. Now, you know, those Pan out, then that's when you've got the ridiculous team and lock those your
2: way. I'll just I'll just say with, with that with that guy, like if you're reaching for that guy, and in in this case, whereas you have to maybe wait five six picks for him to come back, grab him then because if you're gonna sit there and he gets taken in one of those things, yeah. and Aww. you're just gonna be so upset about it, yeah, take him, take him, take him. you know, because
3: if you're not excited about the rest of the guys
1: right there. I agree. Just, then you just take him, take him, right? I agree. All right, dog on a leash went C J Spiller, so. Stegpard. He's got three running backs. He went Lacey, Demarco, then Spiller. We'll, in, the
2: we'll, Spiller. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, I, we talked about that Spiller call a little bit, I think. But um, I can't wait. I can't wait for this little uh, recap thing where we look at the uh, Spiller. The well,
3: Spiller's interesting. Spiller I, I don't has like. Moved far down my tears. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, I do not like what's going on. That they're doing the same freaking thing as they did last year. I don't think that Maroney trusts them at all. I, I. He. He can't. Run inside. They don't have that much of an outside running game, and they're not using him in the pass game. Uh, they, and I don't think they trust Manuel yet either. I, I, I just I don't like C.J. Spiller as much as I did in the beginning of the year, just because he's healthy again. I'm not. It's the system. I don't like
2: what's going on. Here's the other thing that I, that's, that can be worrisome about guys like this. This is why Chris Johnson, as good as he was, was just never as successful after he had that the 2,000 yard season. Because the same thing for Spiller with his 1,500-yard season, unlike the most ridiculous amount of carries that he yeah. had, is there were so many big plays. You're counting on big plays. Well, defenses are doing things now and, and offensive have changed, but defenses are now in better position because they have so many more defensive backs and guys spread all over the field that you're not breaking as many big runs as you used to when you broke those runs because defenses stacked 8-9 in the box and you broke through the first line and there's only one guy to beat.
3: Yeah, it's true. Uh, It's true. And defensive ends are being drilled to stay home because of what happened with um, what was going on with the, uh, uh, what was it, with the Ronnie Brown uh, Wildcat situation and what was going on lately with the running quarterbacks and stuff. They are being drilled to stay home, so there's not as many cutbacks. Go around the end with those speed running backs. And
2: you can't do that so much anymore. Because of that, those defensive ends have dis, have are now been groomed from a younger age to have that skill.
3: Yes, exactly. And That's so yeah, true. That's a
2: good point. And you, you, you saw uh, Clowney's
3: Clowney Clowney against
1: Elhana. Oh my god! Oh my god. Dude, that guy. They tried. They tried, the they tried making. to power it out and just like oh we'll get we'll get we we'll pop it in there up the middle. It won't even be any. Boom. Who was the one of He's like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, he's it's just another guy. Uh, and then was, two... Alonzo uh, 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 Smith, yeah. yeah, one of those. Next pet, next Nobody. play. Didn't he just label Ryan? Yeah, it, it, Ryan, Ryan got, he didn't got label it. him, but he took him. Ryan out. got up and was like that ain't just another. He guy. He sat on a practice play though, just so
2: you know. Really? Yeah, he uh, someone with the shoulder. They took his shoulders pads off. They didn't run really doing any work on him, but he sat in the medical tent and didn't come back out. Oh, Clowney, yeah. Oh, Clowney, not Ryan. Okay, Clown. Yeah. Unfaced. He's Nobody fine. cares about defense here right now. I'm just you were talking no, he's about. fine though. Believe me, that guy is said, they, were doing, they weren't doing work on him, but he didn't come back either. D- he and JJ D- G- 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 Watt
3: together. Uh, that's Sorry, ridiculous. dude. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean they have a lot of holes on that defense, but Cushion coming back and everything, too. That is going to be some fun shit to watch.
1: They asked they asked JJ uh, Watt, give us two words for Jaden Clown. He goes. Very athletic. <laughs> <laughs> For the guy who jumps five feet yeah. up onto a table. Yeah. yeah. If he's calling call him very athletic, that's ridiculous. All right, Majestic Visions, my second team, took Mike Wallace. We don't need to talk too much. What, I am pick? so high on this friggin' guy. I just think he's going to just light it up and get his 22 touchdowns like he thought he should have had last year. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that. But I think he's going to – he could, if, if things go right, I think he could near a touchdown per game, have, have 12 to 14 um, – and I just love the I just think, I just love this guy this year.
2: You know what? I think he's matured. to Understanding where the offense is. He's still at a career high with 73 catches. Yep. So, you know, here's a guy that he didn't get the big the big yardage, and that was what you're saying. He missed on all those. So think if he goes from 73 just to 84, 85 catches. Well, remember how many, play- I saw, because I was playing, I, I don't know why I was watching
1: a lot of their games last year, um, just because I watch all the all their games, I guess. Maybe but, you had guys uh, that
2: were going to light up the uh, Dolphin defense.
1: maybe I was playing against them a lot, but he, I, I saw him drop a handful. I mean, a handful, oh, five, a <laughs> uh, big plays. One was a touchdown to win the game. And he dropped it, uh, and that was like a forty-five yard bomb on the last play of the game. He made a lot of boneheaded plays where he missed, and and he literally would have would have won you. You know, he would have got himself a lot more fantasy. Listen.
3: Plays. Did- this guy is, and I hate to say it because I love his potentials here, he's a douchebag. Yeah, we, right? don't, we don't like him at you know, first. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, got, he's, like, he's got that Terrell Owens, like, I'm, I'm just a douchebag and I'm going to tell you about me being a douchebag every week of the year. <laughs> so he gets very disinterested. And last year, it was a very, very just abusively vanilla offense. Week one, he was already just... You know, I mean, to, he just... He was just running out of the exact same position, the exact same routes, every single so fucking day of the year. he only, he he only lined year. up
2: on the right side every yeah, time.
3: every time, and they didn't vary his route at all. At all. This year, he's all over the place. Lazor is... Making this guy the focal point of the offense. The only bad thing I've heard is that Tannehill is having a little trouble with him with deep balls. Still, that will work itself out if he has because to. Because I'm not well, that worried too fast.
2: fast. Possibly. Or a lot of times he actually overthrows him. What he? It's because yeah, that's because you know. what Tannehill is is thinking is that he's so fast and he does have the defender beat by four yards and he can still overthrow him because he's throwing the cannonball. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if he's got him by four yards, you could even just put a little more loft in it. Just get it a little bit exactly. higher in the air. Let it let it drift a little bit. Even if he has to come back, he's the one that can adjust. The other guy is still chasing him exactly. down. Exactly. Give your
3: receiver if, a chance to catch. The listen, ball. this guy has so much potential. I had a really really hard time between Wallace and Macklin. That's what I was I mean, going to say. They, I, you know, luck. they both have huge potential this year. I took the one in the Chip Kelly offense. Yep you know i mean I, I wallace has more plays more yeah, plays exactly exactly wallace has wallace also has the easiest strike the schedule out there yeah which is also a huge bonus for him. awesome my next
1: pick there was pierre garcon so excuse me uh, excuse me by the way guys just so you guys know you guys can't tell us cause it's not on video or anything it is 95 degrees yeah. where we are right now in the studio Houdini's verklempt over here. He's doing a hand. Uh, it I'm it works. It I'm works. Co- I'm coughing right now because I'm so dry-throated. I'm going to fill it with some uh, water. I'm in my underwear waiting for that wraparound. around. you serious? Dogmatic's got the smallest shirt I've ever seen him wearing. He's, <laughs> he's got it put up around his shoulders like a, a tank top. And he's trying to get as much, a, much shirt away from his arms and b- bare skin as possible. It is and hot. We can't run the AC while we do these shows, or it'll sound well, like crap, or we can't run a fan for the same reason. So, we do this for you. And
0: do you know why we're so successful? Why, Johnny? Tell us. Because we're diversified. Mm-hmm. Diversification. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're constantly exploring new and exciting areas of crime. And I'll tell you something, we better because there's a couple Japanese gangs out there they are going to do it faster and cheaper.
2: <laughs> so, we'll work in the sweatshop for you. It's all good.
1: Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I got a line in my um in my D Rex uh drafts uh manifesto that's coming out tomorrow. Might be able to get it up tonight, but I'll probably just cut up this podcast and something instead. to do with Godzilla? No, it's, yeah. but it's uh it basically talks about <laughs> You just you just messed me up. Uh, Sorry, you just messed me up. Wow, what did it say? It uh, must have been a huge thought. All right, uh, I'm not even editing this out. I'm not even editing this out. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I don't want to give you any insight to this stuff. God
3: damn, I'm spending too much time on this. Garcon, dance, but, um, um, I have a bit of a problem with it at this point. That uh, we got to talk about it here at some point. That Redskins yeah. offense is there's trouble brewing. Okay. I think that their best bet, I think, it's going to happen this year at some point. I really do. I have moved Griffin down my tears so far that I really do believe that Kirk Cousins is going to get in there at some point. Okay. Not just because of injury. I think it's because he's the better quarterback for this system. No
2: joke. Well, let's let's, let's bring it up now. Because this is the thing I was alluding to yeah. earlier. We're, we're talking about all these guys. So, here's the problem that I see. Is I've been doing the news feeds. Check it out. There's one that's on rg three. Uh, and it's truly about how he is alienating uh, himself from a lot of his teammates he did this before he, he, he was the one who basically was vocal came out about Shanahan so everyone was saying oh well, we know Shanahan's a, a prick or whatever so everyone sided with RG3 now all this talk is continuing and at the same time what Dog just said is 100% true there's also a growing support in the locker room for Kirk Cousins but there's also not only just because of what kind of uh, a jerk uh, that, that RG3's been. It's also because Kirk Cousins is actually closing the gap as far as production and what, yeah. what he's doing when he's on the field. he so, said
1: on this podcast many times last year, didn't like the energy, didn't like the body language, throwing his own players under the bus early in the season, trying to play, and it was all about him. And it's just like, to be honest, I like RG3. I think he's a great guy. I'm not going to turn on him yet. But at the same time... If it keeps on happening and the issue is around you, then you got to say where there's smoke, there's fire. And while I think Shanahan's a D bag and I think it's a great thing to have him out, I like the fact that they got Jay Gruden in the mix now. I don't. You don't like Jay Gruden? <laughs> this is the problem. He's all in on a rookie.
2: It's a rookie head coach. Here's a major issue in your locker room. Here's your quarterback is creating a divided locker room. Your locker room needs to be united around your quarterback. We saw it here in Chicago. When Jay Cutler got here, uh, Ryan Urlacher didn't want him here, so the defense did not welcome the quarterback. There was that kind of divide. This is a divide where it's, half of the offense is on the fence as to who they want. And you and, have a
3: rookie uh, coach that can't quite control the situation. This is like,
2: He's not even trying to control the situation. Yeah. All the, all the, the, like all these things are coming out. These articles are being written, and he's not addressing it. At least not publicly. And this is where I worry. Uh, when you talk about why I'm, I'm with you. Kind of running away from Washington right yeah. now, and I'm stuck in one of my keeper leagues because I got him at such a cheap value with Alfred Morris. But I'm worried a little bit because, yeah, when, a, when a, a locker room gets fractured like that, and you don't have number one because that guy is your is your leader. And so if you lost your leader on offense and it gets ugly, and your coach can't rally anyone, it's over. So, I mean, the one thing I will
1: say is also just in the post game interviews, or just put, you know, the, the interviews this week where he's made some terrible slides. You know, everyone's looking, you got Schlereth. Is the, mate, this is the worst
3: slide I've ever, you know, just Has he, he ever played baseball in his yeah. life?
1: How Calm down, kidding? Schlereth. How God, that, that, guy? Guy? that guy's such a d-bag. Yeah. Has he ever said
3: anything that I love him just- for his daughter. Yeah, that, if, you if, too. if I get to call that guy dad someday, yeah. I win.
1: He's so proud of his 27 knee surgeries that Schlereth guy. When no one talks about the fact that he wears a diaper while he's on the air, and they've got Does a he? closet, they've got a closet in the corner. <laughs> he that's got towels That's got towels in the corner, it, and he goes and he pisses. I guess he's got some pissing problem, and he's like a freak, and he basically pisses
3: in a closet on the set. Ah, no, I'm hey, not. I don't kidding. want to say anything about that. Everybody's got their own, yeah. you know, physical problems. That, that's. That, that's nothing to, to, to hoot and holler about. I don't really. I mean, but I guess yeah. Whatever. I'm not hooting
1: or hollering,
0: yeah.
3: but I
1: would give his daughter
3: the golden shower.
1: Yeah. I want to say. The thing
3: I The thing I think that you can depend on the most within that offense is Alfred Morris. Jay Gruden is this a Depends moment. moment? It is. It's is, <laughs> it is. It is sponsored by Depends right now. <laughs> nice. Um, Alfred Morris is uh, Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden's. Biggest backer I mean He loves His Alfred Morris He has nothing But glowy thing To say about the guy He's trying to get Involved in the passing game And we all know How bad his his hands are But he's still Trying to get involved So much Because he loves it So much That's the one guy I know that you can Depend on I I don't even depend On Jordan Reed All that much Yeah Right now
1: now I'm going to say Garcon Moving down. He's
3: yeah. already moved down. Uh, my down. tears. He moved down my tears a while ago, but th- this is the final strike. All right,
1: let's go to the next guy. Victor Cruz, stag party took him. So that's his wide receiver one. I remember during the, the podcast,
2: uh, he said he was going to pick somebody else, and he moved Victor Cruz up at this point. Uh, which I like, which I like.
3: That's fine. I, mean, I would say okay in the fact it. that this this New York Giants offense looks worse than Washington
2: <laughs> at this point. Now that's the other thing too. And, and God, you're right. They said Victor said I uh, did a news feed on this one as well that the uh, they're not showing anything. They are. Yeah. I, but again, I don't buy it. I
3: don't buy that shit either. Yeah. I don't buy that shit. You know what? That's what I said. You you are putting in a whole new offense. What the fuck are you showing then? I mean, I, I, you're showing the offense that you were using last year? No, because the coach doesn't even know what that was. You know, he's, he's putting in his own offense, a new offense. So whatever you are using right now is something that has just been learned because it's a whole new offense. You're, you're learning here. So, I mean, even if it's the, the lame duck plays, it's still part of your offense. I'm not buying that it's. Uh, we're not showing anything. Fine. We're not showing the whole dynamic, you know, dynamic part of that offense. But still, it's working like shit. And if you can't run even the easiest plays to perfection, then you got a problem.
2: Uh, I agree. So just kind of breaking this down, I'm, I'm down on the New York guys too after after this because, yeah. you know what? They were horrible last year down the stretch as a team. Yep. So wouldn't you want to start building some continuity about hey, we we're having success? While we're on the field, so why are we? Like you said, to me, it's a bullshit excuse for poor performance on the field. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I like your call. We're not showing anything. It's a brand new
3: offense. You've got to show us your offense. Yeah. I mean, what else? I mean, what else do you have? have Nothing else. I mean, you're not throwing your defensive plays out there, are you?
1: We actually, (laughs) we actually just showed you. This was the preseason plays that the 1986. Bovaro and the two big two in the Giants played. So we just wanted to show and see if that can work because we couldn't we we could reveal any of the um,
2: these major trade secrets. It might as well have been John McKay from the, the Buccaneers in their first performance when uh, answering to the media. Well, how, how'd you do uh, out there? Uh, well, we, 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 did, we didn't block out there today, but we uh, made up for it by not tackling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> two, two more things, real quick on, on the Giants, then, then we'll move on to the next one. First of all, terrible offensive line. Awful. And that is a huge part of, of what's bad going in on preseason. The it's too. looked terrible and it is terrible and it's not going to help anybody, including Rashad Jennings, which a lot of people have been high on. But Who's, who's that, coming up in the draft. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing that we uh, need to uh, talk about here because, as I said, with the Redskins, I think you can at least depend on Alfred Morris. Because he's been a part of things, he's a hard ass worker, and he's he's shown to be consistent. At least he just got bogarted out of a bunch of TDs last year, or else he still would have been up there in, in, in yep. the top echelon of guys. This year for the Giants, there's nobody to depend on. They have no tight end. Victor Cruz is coming off a bit of an injury. They're going into a new offense. Randall uh, Reuben Randall is a new receiver in there. Eli Manning has, I mean, he's first of all he's in his thirties now, and he was terrible last year. Rashad Jennings is a new running back. They got nothing to depend on. I, that, I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know well, what else I, to say I, about it. Well, you guys have
1: been so high on. Well, we'll talk about him when you pick. But, did, but that, you guys have been so high on Ruben Randall. That mean? Is that? I'm still he, high
2: on Ruben Randall because here's the thing. He's. He's. Uh, in a, in a, I'll get a little promo for a thing okay. that we're also doing. Each of us, uh, me, D-Rex, Dogmatica, uh, Stag Party, we're all picking five guys that we think are going to well outperform. Uh, their ADP. Uh, one of my guys is Ruben Randall, who's, I want to say, 124 right now overall is his ADP. Um, and at that point, you're talking about a 12th-round pick. Yeah, I agree. You're not going to get the good production, but at the same time, they're going to be playing from behind in a lot of games. And while Victor Cruz is going to get all the attention, uh, Odell Beckham is a guy that's dealing with hamstring injuries, not necessarily being able to stay on the field. Randall. I don't think he's actually done her full practice. No, when yeah. he did, he tweaked it again. So
1: he's... Do you think, think, the, think the Giants are a little bummed they didn't take Brandon Cooks, like I called before the draft even happened? Idiots. Aren't
2: you glad for our bet that they didn't yeah. take Brandon Cooks? Yeah.
3: Oh, the bet wouldn't have happened, it had, it had, it had <laughs> they. By the way, Will Brown sent in a question. It was one of the questions that we were going to cover here. It was about RG3, and um, he was wondering if he was being too critical of him this early in the preseason um, if you know marking him down as sheets and, and going to him later in the draft and bypassing him early uh, was uh, something you should do, yeah, I think you just heard our answer. I think that he is should be marked down quite yeah. a bit because there is a lot of disarray there. It's a first year coach, um, a, a whole new offense, and things just don't seem right at all. It's what? not just preseason. Where's
2: the veteran presence on that team
3: exactly? Well, where's the growth pattern and the trajectory of learning the game, which is so important at the
1: hardest position in sports, for RG3? Still making, going for, in preseason, going and cutting up instead of going right out of bounds. I don't want to sound like Schlereth here. His slides look terrible. He just doesn't learn. And then afterwards, you're sitting there, he's getting interviewed. and he's, <laughs> I don't like his, The way he's like, oh, yeah, I'll learn how to be, be slide better. It's just like, it just seems like a
2: the one they got hit by three guys
1: yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking about all they had to do is go out of bounds he, he cut up the one guy gets him from behind and then the guy from the front and then the side
2: and then no cuz they hit the one, he was, it was great he, he, he that's, it's preseason i probably should have
3: done that
1: that
2: way three just yards.
3: Go. their new offense is trying to completely weed out the the running plays for RG3 they're trying to completely eliminate those planned can't, running plays can't not Yet have, he still has four rushes in a preseason game. He can't done on his own. He can't help himself. Yeah. He can't help himself. Why would you Mark let him, him run? down, he's either going to get hurt or he's gonna suck like you've seen. Why and would
2: you let him run after you saw that one play with that that yeah. one slide where he like he nearly tore his his, his PCL and his MCL and his yeah. knee on that one slide? After that I would say, You're done running for the day. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're I remember playing As a matter of fact Get the fuck out of here Get out,
2: out of here Well cuts that's cuts. exactly
3: What Jay Gruden
1: said After the game He's like You know what We're really hoping That RG can realize How important he is To this team mm-hmm. He's basically calling him out And saying Dude You gotta understand You got a job to do You're very important To this team What I think is gonna happen Is what we all think is he's, he's gonna get hurt Kirk Cousins is going to come in and, and and do some great things, and then there's going to be a huge controversy, and then it's
3: it, who knows what happens there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Going to I don't think I don't, anything good, think good the, for RG three. I'm, I'm definitely not going to decide on getting hurt, but I think it's going to take at least a full year of him learning how to be a, just a flat out pocket passer before he becomes good at it and i don't think it's going to be enough by week 8 9 10 i think they honestly put in kirk cousins simply because he's the better choice to run the offense that's okay. it i don't think it has anything to do with injury i think cousins goes in just because he's going to win them a game more than rg3 will ha- that
2: won't happen i don't think that'll happen cuz daniel Smider, i don't disagree with you daniel, unless here's the unless they start 1 and 4 1 and 5 he otherwise he won't come in until they're like Two and seven, or you know, week 10 or something like that. Cousins, I have a feeling, is gonna get in this season, yeah. And you know, the problem no brainer handcuff. you If you take RG3,
1: you're handcuffed. Oh, I've cousins. thrown Kurt, you had, cur- cur- had better cur- ha- up
3: my tiers a little bit. He, he's, I mean, the he's the ultimate like, handcuff- 10, 10 20, he's 30, right? but, but I mean, he's I right up there at the top backups for sure.
2: Hopefully, team. no one's drafting RG3 anymore. I, I have to go, I have him as like the number six quarterback in my tiers. I, I, after this, it's like this is what this is what's unfortunate. I'm sorry to the people who already drafted, and, and you know, but this is new news. This is all stuff that just came out. It's it's unfortunate, but now it's this is a from what we've seen, it's a drastic fall for all these players. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. All right, uh, let's go to
1: Dogmatica Your next pick uh, after the Macklin was a Wes Welker. Yeah, uh, my woodheads. You went on a little white guy run here. I like it. Yeah. no, no actually you didn't. That was a different team. No, but
3: I, uh, I, I felt like. It. You know, at, at this point, um, I wanted something that was sure. I wasn't sure of, obviously, his health. You never know if, I mean, anything could happen to a little white guy. You yeah, know, I mean, he yeah, I mean, can you get you got to
2: love his upside with Decker gone.
3: Yes, got to love his upside with Decker gone. The guy did have 10 touchdowns in his first nine games with Peyton Manning. So, I mean, you take Decker on the equation, this guy could be a freaking monster. Totally no agree. Idea. Love it. Totally freaking agree.
1: And
2: All he right. also needed to get him because he is a
1: white on the Woodhead team. Yeah, nice. My next pick was Rashad Jennings. I think we just covered that pretty well. I, I, I'm, I'm a little more scared about him, even though he had a, you know an 80-yard touchdown run in, in preseason, but I agree. That team looks like it's in trubs. Your boy, the Crazy Jews, got Bishop Sankey. Talk, so, talk, talk a little bit about that. And, there's and also, if you want, you can take t- talk about your next pick cause they're on the same team. Well, but uh, that's not the next pick for
2: me, though. I uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'll I'm cover all of them? I can cover all of them. No, I was just, no, don't worry about we'll it. We'll get back to it. So listen, I did a news feed on Bishop Sankey, too, because I'm concerned. Okay, There's a problem. He's having problems with fumbles. Oh They're having him run laps around the practice field every time he fumbles, and it's happening a lot in practice. And then it happens in the game in the fourth quarter in their last game. So this is something that's rearing its ugly head. You asked me the question, are you concerned? And I said no. And the reason being is... That you have Sean Green, who is the main back behind him. So when we get to Sean Green, we're going to talk about him. He's out with another knee injury, the same knee that he had scoped twice that he was that kept him out last year. Uh, this is the biggest problem for him. So you look at the rest of the, the next guy in the depth chart. Who is it? Well, it's oh, it's oh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, Dexter McCluster, a guy who's had a total of 20 uh, carries in the last two seasons, <laughs> and a guy who's like less than 200 pounds. And you think that he's actually going to be. A guys gonna take 160, 170 carries. If well, you do, if, if you do, the other running back you drafted this
1: uh, fall is gonna be Denar Robinson.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, no, 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 So they have another guy. There's another rookie that they took in, uh, at. Uh, his name is Antonio Andrews, and uh, he's off to a great start. So through two preseason games, he's got five carries for three yards. <laughs> so I'm really not concerned about Bishop losing that much. I'm concerned <laughs> that Bishop is gonna cost me. Fumbling and negative points in fantasy, but that's but not his job.
1: Love it. Valverde's next pick uh, at the number four spot, Zach Stacy. I'm worried about him. Do you, what? Do you quickly, just give me a quick rundown on each of your thought on Zach Stacy and what he's going to do this year, and then we got to kind of move it a little sure. bit and get caught up a little bit.
2: I, I uh, <coughs> What's your thoughts on Zach? I, you know what? At this point in time, with the running backs that were on the board here, it's a solid pick. And, and you know what? Again. With Isaiah P now being injured out for the year, he's the solid number number one guy there. Uh, Trey Mason reared its ugly head. The guy can't block. I told you about this. As soon as he was drafted, people, all of a sudden Jeff Fisher found it as a revelation that, oh my God, this guy can't block. I can't play him.
3: <laughs> okay. It, 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 first of all, that's gigantic, especially when you're dealing with somebody like Sam Bradford back there. You need somebody to be able to block. Benny Cunningham is going to be the number two, and he's right. going to be number two all season. Trey Mason, I'll tell you the right right now he's moved so far down my tiers I would not draft him but honestly I listen, I love his potential as soon as he learns
2: how to block I told you though, this was my biggest of all the rookies I told this one to, I call um, yeah. that's my that was my gold stamp no, no. Mike Mayer. when it, next next time this guy makes a block it's going to be a first <laughs>
0: Ah, nice getting
1: better. He's been working on it. Yeah, he's doing. Been. He's been, Valverde. He's been Valverde, in Valverde. It. Valverde He'll have a couple of Valverdes, and then go in front of the mirror and then yeah, put his cool. put his best Jim yeah, Carrey back in the uh, mid '80s on. That was my, my, one. my quick
3: take on uh, Zach Stacy. He's actually moved up a couple slots, a few slots in my tiers, because he is going to be consistent. He's going to be giving the rock a lot more than a lot of these other backs are. A lot of these other backs are a little bit risky, and I don't see him as much of a risk. He's a steady RB2 performer for you, and if you get him as your RB2, I don't think that's a bad thing.
2: The one
1: thing about him, and I, I, I listen to you guys and I use it against you sometimes, is that rush, rush for carry. Didn't we say he had like 2.8 yards per carry last year? No,
3: it was, 3 po- it was 3.9 or 3.8. It was ju- It was under 4. Okay, I
1: thought it was, was underrated. The other problem is that Jeff Fisher—he's got some touchdowns from the three-yard line, got some opportunities. No, the the two point eight and two
3: point nine—that was Ray Rice and, and Bernard Pierce. Correct. Okay. But we also mentioned about Jeff Fisher. He's and Willis he was two point six.
2: Yes. An unimaginative offense, and unfortunately, he's also the guy that we saw at the end of his career, uh, Eddie George become a uh, three point one to two point nine yards per carry guy as well because. That's what Fisher does. He he's old school. He runs and inside, I like inside, inside,
1: inside, inside. And, but I like that about him. He'll
2: run this guy into the ground. Right.
3: So,
1: so well, he's I, I will tell pitch, you, team, it'll be
3: interesting
2: how lot of much. Gears.
3: How and I'll tell you right now, his yards per carry is going to jump up, no doubt, because simply because of Sam Bradford. Do they have a good offensive line there? They do. They've got oh, like, yeah. oh, a great
1: one. Yeah.
2: They drafted Taylor Lewan. I yeah. don't I mean, have they, a that's that's here, but it looks like draft. what's their strength I, I to schedule? They, like they exactly. drafted one of the top tackles. What's their strength to
1: schedule for running back just just over
2: throughout the year? Just so you know, they drafted one of the top tackles, Taylor Lewan, from yeah. Michigan. And tough. They kicked him inside. Very
3: tough. tough. Get, one of the toughest thirty one. But they kicked
2: oh, yeah. they kicked him inside though to make him a guard because they have a great tackles. Yeah. So it's it's a but strong offensive line. Second
1: or hardest strength of schedule. I know. That, that, is, that, that, that is very
3: tough.
2: Alright.
1: Let's go to uh the next pick here is gonna be Mo takes a Michael Crabtree. I like
2: this pick, especially now that we know what the contract is for Michael Crabtree. Yeah. Well it looks very like... incentive laden What has did he signed one today? No. no, no, no. It's going to
1: okay, be okay. okay. Yeah, See what it's going to be. I think. I think he'll be signed. I think he'll be yeah, signed the next year for
3: him. I
1: no, think no, he'll
2: be signed in the next three weeks. So no, they've already talked about it. Like I've yeah. heard, it's pretty much almost a done deal. He's. It's going to be um, a contract where he could be paid amongst the very top receivers, but it's going <laughs> to be with, con, with. They yeah, like doing that with contracts and now. I like it too because yeah. it's. You know what? it Smart. is When a player bets on himself and he's got to play for it, we always say. You know, the Musha Muhammad was the guy. Oh, my God, I want a contract year. I play out of my flipping gourd, and then the next year I drop my stats by 35 40% because for the next three years. Oh, wait, contract year. Musha Muhammad on an 89 and 95 catches again. Yeah.
1: We've said it so many times. The NFL and that collective bargain, bargaining agreement, the way that they save the money on the rookie quarterbacks alone. Sam Bradford, the guy we were just talking about, to Cam Newton. But even more so, you hear the news today. The NFL is make wants to. They're going to decide whether they're going to be able to pull this off. Make the halftime oh, no, pay them. <laughs> pay them. Unbelievable. Pay them. Go That's play. Phenomenal. You want to? You want to play uh, halftime? Yeah, actually I do. I uh, and Gweneth, are done, and I'm banging. I'm gonna take my Russell side Warren. band, and I'm I'll gonna make you, a bid. I'll, I'll give you. I'll. Give, well, each member of the band will give you half a million,
3: so we can play for eight. I'm million. gonna talk to the White Rabbit see if our band wants to make a bid on that
1: one.
2: <laughs> I, I, I got off the expressway today. down on, on the south side, making um, money off the people. <laughs> this this guy was uh, sitting there with a, with a piece of cardboard with stuff written on it said NFL need money. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> the that's, bums are the bums are, they're all, they're, they're the bums are out everywhere.
0: That's
3: hurtful. Like in the Crabtree call there, L- the love of the Crabtree in the fourth round. He needed. He didn't have a wide receiver yet. It's great. It's a great call, right? There.
1: Okay, so now we go on a little run. Charlie going no, surf goes Roddy White. You're taking Crabtree over Roddy White.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You, you was, are. You I are. think Roddy right White's more a sure thing, but I think I, I Let's, more let's high end.
2: Can we can we bring in the next? I want to I want to bring all the way into Doug Manica's pick because here's here's a run of wide receivers yeah. and who would you take right? Because yeah. let's,
1: okay. Keenan Go Allen's the next one after that on Monty Ball's balls. Then you took uh, on the pitch Lappers. You took a Michael Floyd, and then Doug Manica took an Andre Johnson. So between
2: Michael Crabtree, Roddy White, Keenan Allen, Michael Floyd, Andre Johnson, how do you rank them? Uh, I would probably go Crabtree, Roddy White, Keenan Allen, Mike. Uh, that's the order I
1: would
3: go. Um, I would go Crabtree, Andre Johnson, uh, Floyd or White, and then Allen. If I, Floyd or White is interchangeable, then then Allen.
2: So for me, I go Crabtree, Floyd,
3: Allen, White, Johnson. Johnson. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard today, boys. Uh, he literally, looked look, look like I, he was on a different planet. He was so good. Basically, that's I mean, because
2: the rest the, of the Texans the, on offense the, are so bad. It doesn't even matter who's
3: throwing to him. That guy is so good, it's ridiculous. That guy was he's they, they said he made a circus catch in the back of the end zone that they'd never seen before. They'd I'm never really, seen anybody make any sort of catch like that before. He's, he, that he's still that way, and he's been like out for a couple weeks because he just came back to practice. He'd been out for a couple of weeks, like, supposedly nursing. I think they're just giving him some rest. Yeah. Dude, you don't have, really yeah. have to practice, dude. You're 32 yeah. years old. You're maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say Hall of Fame, but you're fucking awesome. Still,
1: <laughs> you know, I still I, never I, had 10, 10 touchdowns.
2: To still never had 10 touchdowns. But, I, but it, right
1: here, it doesn't matter. This is, this is, this is where he belongs. And In a PPR league? <clears throat> like it.
2: Yeah, I understand, but uh, I just Michael Floyd, Florida, like, Florida. because the reason is he's is, he's is truly now the number one wide receiver on Arizona. Let's go to the next. Charlie, yeah. we basically
1: went through. Yeah, stag so yeah. party took on. Keaton Allen. Houdini on on the big slappers. You took Floyd dogmatic. You hit hitting hit the holes. Andre Johnson. Hey, and twenty three picks later. Twenty three picks yeah,
2: 23 later. Yeah, twenty
1: three picks later after Cobb. Frank Gore.
2: Think about that. How long that's been since we mentioned? Now you got twenty three picks to wait. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of players. A lot. I don't, like the, the I don't the... like the wrap around. I don't like the wrap around. That was why I brought up that question because I hate picking at the rap. But he takes Frank Gore, and
1: then on the next pick, on, the, on his uh, second pick on the wrap, Cordell, like. Cordell
3: Patterson. To be honest, I think what you have to do on the rap is you have almost have to set. take chances. You have to set the runs. You, it's not just setting. No, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You, you gotta, take, chance, to gotta take. You gotta take chances, you and do. that sometimes because creates that. If, if if you're not hitting. Like, on one of those two picks, you're, f- I mean, you're fucked. Well, here's the worst part, of three pick.
1: Here's the reason why you can do that, and I'll let you go. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no. You got the first pick. Now, if you got the 12th pick and you got the wraparound, it's a different deal. Where if you got the first pick overall, in a perfect world, you've got an
2: anchor there that you can build from. But the worst part for me is that at any true. point in time, especially even if you're like. So you can take those chances. Three through mm-hmm. ten in a 12-team in in draft. There's at least two rounds where you're like, God, I hate everybody I have. The worst part is when that happens and you're in a wraparound. That's two picks <laughs> that you hate both your picks, and that's that's what sucks because there are pockets where you're just you're just not in a good pocket where you're you're underdrafting guys or you're having to way overdraft. You know, you hardly ever underdraft; you're always overdrafting. If
3: you if you're in a ten to twelve man league and you're picking first, you're, I mean, I, like I said, it's either McCoy. Or you might even want to Simply just because he is Can be the pewest score. You might want to go Peyton Manning more, more, I
1: think Aaron Rodgers will
2: have just yeah.
3: more points than Peyton Manning One of those three
1: yeah. guys Grab a quarterback exactly.
2: that you know is going to give you At least 20 to 25 fantasy points a week So you at least have a base of score That's guaranteed I'll tell you, the 20 and 21st pick Or the 24th and 25th Aren't running that bad backs. You'll,
3: be running backs you can grab exactly. You'll be fine with those two Once you get I like than the that. I like the quarterback you can get those. Once you get farther now, than that, run. when you get to forty and forty-one or forty-eight and forty-nine, that's where it becomes dicey. Dog's so. trying to Jedi
1: mind trick me with the second pick ah. in our main league. He's trying to get me to go early on a, on a quarterback.
3: So, so, so AP can be there. <laughs> I'm totally to dude. That. You were milking me for what my late picks were. <laughs> early. Oh come on, no, no, I'm, I'm not though. But that's serious though. I'm. It's literally not a bad call.
0: You fucking sneaky bastard, I'm gonna take you, Dwarf, I'm gonna nail it to the wall, I'm gonna crush your piles in a meat grinder, I'm gonna cut off your arms, I'm gonna shove them up your eyes, I'm gonna but my own club. What a mouth on that guy. Oh,
1: we've got a draft in three days, me and Tom. Yep. Both of us want that championship. Yep. That's good stuff. Holy Dee God. coming up with the sound bites at the right moment. Well yep. done. All right, <laughs> so right let's moment. go. We go Frank Gore, Cordell Patterson. We don't need to talk about those. But you look here, and there's a little kind uh, of Andrew Lux. Uh, but no, T.Y. Hilton, which I loved. I would have basically... I like T.Y. Hilton let's more. Let's
2: kind of reach through and then we'll do a recap yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, hey, but I like
1: T.Y. Hilton more than I like even Andre Johnson, and you still were able to get him. So Yeah. I, I was actually
3: debating between those two. That makes sense. Yeah. I, he's, he's legit as hell. Yeah. I, I mean, I took the one, the sure one that I knew was going to, to PPR. Andre Johnson's going to be just fine. I'm like, all right, I'll just take the sure thing there. Getting T.Y. Hilton back on the turn. Oh, no Real really. nice. Real nice.
1: So then the next pick was uh, Bitch Lappers took uh, Andrew Luck. So, we don't need to talk too much about it. Good quarterback. When you're, when you're putting him together with first two picks, were running backs. One with the upside and one that's got, um, you know, Forte's awesome top three guy. And then you got Harvin and Floyd, both explosion guys. And then you anchor it with the consistent luck. A guy that's going to be fucking a dominant quarterback. I mean, this is a well-rounded, through five rounds, feeling good, feeling sturdy. The bitch slappers are bitch, slapping some bitches. Um the next pick, then, is a couple of uh, wide receivers back-to-back. Monty Ball Balls. Two old receivers. Yeah, Vincent Jackson and then Larry Fitzgerald. So they're basically Keenan Allen, Vincent Jackson, and uh, Charlie Services, Roddy White, and Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, i that's an old wide receiver crew, and you do it with Calvin Johnson. But you know what? I, I don't hate it.
2: No, either. Either. Well, remember, I either. Remember, it. this is a uh, two-wide like two right, receiver right, league with a flex. Yes. Yeah. So it could be the... Th- could go that route or it could go, you know. Good point,
1: and that's why I didn't have the rules in front of me, so I botched that. Yeah, yeah. uh, Lamar Miller. That's uh, why the I don't three like running backs. you know, Lamar Miller. Yeah, that's why guys. that's the three running backs yeah. by stacks. Lamar Miller not looking good.
3: He's not, God. No. He, he he's just, moved down my tears
1: quite. He a bit. just
2: apparently does not want to take contact. He's had like uh, what was it was like last game was like three carries for three yards, I yeah. think it is. It's like this. No Sean Moreno. Once he gets back, they're, they're, you know he's. he's well, what I hear,
3: No Sean's been looking really good since. Yeah. He's, they say he's back down weight. They say he's looking pretty good. Lamar's moved down my tiers quite a bit. Matter of fact, I mean he'll be. You want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Where he is, I have moved him down to thirty. It's about right. I'm not kidding. Wow. 30. He
2: needs. You know what he I needs? had him
3: up as far as like fourteen. He's never oh, done it. No so idea. until he
1: does it, it's it's hard. It's you're rolling the dice on a lot of unfulfilled. The, the tape test, he, he fails.
2: Yeah. That's, well, and the other thing is, he'll never be an every down back. If he's afraid of contact, he's going to be the guy that he needs a Moreno there to take the pounding so he can just come in and, and be that scat back. And Listen, they do
3: have the, the schedule lined up for it where he can take control of it. And if he really runs away, if he wants to run away with it, he can. But with Moreno coming back and coming back somewhat, from what I hear, pretty strong at this point. And Miller not taking the, the 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 balls by the horns and the reins by the wraparound whatever he's fucking you know I, I I'm sorry it's just not going to work out all that well for him he's worth a shot but not
1: an early shot yeah this is sure. this is high sure. what's up with uh, not that he means really anything Daniel Thomas is he still in the plans or is he's he hers? still yeah. garbage I mean he's still there he hasn't been cut yet
0: Let's none of the
2: other guys yeah. they're all this is the problem this is what's the biggest problem for Tannehill. They all suck. Yeah, They all suck. They all suck. That's why the I like Tannehill.
3: are good. Yeah,
2: they're good. And, the got, and the they biggest, got the schedule. The,
1: Tannehill's going to be throwing I the craziest shit. I year. know, but the problem he's is he's
2: going to be the running attack. He needs them to have some success at the running game. So at this point in time, if you're a Tannehill fan, you had better I be. Want Moreno. You've got to be on the Moreno track. Yeah. is what I'm saying. Agreed. You've got to be hoping that he Because You've got to have some stability. You've got to have a threat that if I give the ball to him, something can happen. Because otherwise, Tannehill's going to have just, uh, it's going to be too many interceptions. It, his interceptions will go up by probably five to ten interceptions if they can't run the ball.
3: If they can't run the ball. All right. Although it's easiest to schedule in the league for them, by the way. God, that's why. It's love. all set up. That's, that's
2: the thing. It's like it's so frustrating. And, Valverde? It's,
3: and it's the Philadelphia Eagles
1: offense. it's all yeah. oh, Val Verde um it takes a Pierre Thomas and a PPR. We love it, even with all the talk lately about him being a third down bat or third on the depth chart. Move. I'm not buying it are you moving him down? I did. For
3: sure. You're you're scared about it? They're, they're using Mark Ingram a lot. And he had a great touchdown. And he did. he's had some really good play lately. And he, they say he's been outstanding in practice. He, the, the guy was a first round pick for a reason. He's not like he's been, he's, it. he's, it's not Pierre's, like he's terrible.
2: No, no. But here's the thing. got to remember, too.
3: Pierre is getting older.
2: Pierre. He's, almost, he's 30. Uh, two weeks ago, Breeze said he thought Pierre was the best all around back in the league. Pierre's still, listen. And, 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 he still can and he's still still an awesome. 147 carries last year. Tied his career high. This is a guy who still had 1,000 total yards, had 10 touchdowns, you know, with only 147 carries. He had 77 receptions where Darren Sproles had 71. Well, Darren Sproles is gone. Well, Mark Ingram had seven. Kerry Robinson had zero.
3: Ingram um, has been targeted and used as a passing I back in the preseason. You know what, though? And cut a touchdown. That's fine. 23-yarder. He's nice not
2: going to be the guy that's going to be like, Pierre is going to absorb more of the Darren Sproles. Ingram's not going to be seven. Ingram's going to go up to 30, 35 catches. Pierre could be 85, 90 catches. That He's cheap. one of our circles
1: guys. We talked about Pierre a lot last right, year. so let's move on. Kendall Wright. My, uh, my gem that uh, I love. We love We just move on. You it's, talked yeah, about him. like We love Wright. Uh, fifth round, fifth. great value for that. PPR,
3: wonderful.
1: Uh, I do a Nick Foles uh, uh, sitting there. Situationally, awesome. I'm worried about him, to be honest. The more and more I read about him, the more I'm just not. And earlier in the offseason, I was saying, hey, what if this guy did it for seven weeks? You know, let's see if he can do it for a whole season. I'm worried a little bit about him, but I'm going to roll the dice in the Chip Kelly system and just think that he's going to get some great game and be able to be, you know, a top five, top seven, top eight uh, quarterback situationally. So the upside's still pretty high. The worry factor's there. The, the, the bomb out and and literally, literally, Sanchez is starting by week seven is possible, and it's there.
3: Um, it's possible. Sanchez has been awesome.
1: Yeah, it's possible. He's <laughs> the guy that's and, won and, big people, games. You
3: know what? For as much, as, he, as much shit as Sanchez took, he's not that bad.
1: No, I agree. He just had a couple bad butt yeah. plays and whatever. Uh, well, all yeah. right. Um, next guy, Ryan Matthews is dogmatic as my woodhead. Uh, you know, I think that's. I think we all. Editor if he's playing, one. we Editor love Editor him. If he's bad. not, he sucks. You know. But he, he, he he's he, he's looking like he. After last year, I like what I see from him. Brandon Cooks. Uh, stag Party took that. Said, said I think on the podcast to ask me first rookie wide receiver. First rookie wide receiver. You see the touchdown he had last weekend. No, <laughs> oh, he's no <laughs> one has ever made that move in that direction. Ever. He's well, got you, Did you see the way I he did that? God, I've I never seen that ever. That was, ever. It was odd. That was yes. like, when it was done in front of the
2: defender, I was probably just like, what the fuck? How did he do that that fast? Because of my draft of him, I hope that I lose that $50. I know him. you I hope, I hope that by week two or week three, I, know, I, I am, I am 100% too. convinced, I'm, I hope that by then I'm 100% convinced that I need, because I have him on my reserve roster, that I have to activate him this year and just enjoy just the race. enjoy show. Enjoy it. Yeah.
1: It's going to be a rookie of the year He's gonna come out, Blaise, Whether it's a thousand or not, we don't need to and talk how's about it. And oblique? He's gonna come out just right out of the gate, fine. just fine. All right, next guy, Chris Johnson for my second team. I mean, that's my num no number two running back. I'm not happy about it. I like the guy you took after him better. You do? Okay. Oh, Toby Gerhardt. How about how the about, how about, how about you you first two running
2: backs? So, well, we'll talk about it when we, when we get to the team. Chris Johnson is
1: hit or miss. He could hit. He's not a no-brainer that he's not going to hit this year. He could
3: hit and could get opportunities. I think he'll have three 300-yard uh, 300 300 games. 300-yard <laughs> games. Three, it's, it's, like, it's like, yes.
2: yes. Is that 4.54? Is, no, is that between 4.4 and 4.5? Or
3: is it a 4.54? 300-yard <laughs> games and three touchdowns. That's it? That's it? All okay. right. fair enough.
1: I mean, I don't want him on my team, but I needed some running backs. Toby Gerhardt, I do like the volume he's going to get. The I volume like, makes it. I don't know
2: them. that he, he's not going to get 300 carries. We don't need to talk. I think we I talked
1: don't. about that one a lot. But, but he catches. Right, gotta, right, he'll right get more, more, now, right he'll now, get more now. more catches
3: than Chris Johnson will. Do you like Joyke Bell? I know, I
1: you I like Joy Bell more than Toby
3: Gerhardt? I do. I do, yeah.
1: Okay, then who's the next one after that? Danny uh, Woodhead. G- 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 Woodhead or Terrence West? I mean,
2: it, it's in that range. I mean, he's okay. in the right range.
1: Okay, so next pick is going to be uh, Stag Party, Deshaun Jackson. Let's just move on. We've already talked about uh, that Washington, team enough. We just about uh, Bell. Drake we like we talked. we like him. Love okay, the D-Rex, Joel the Bell Edelman is. pick here. I mean, I, I, that's kind of when I'm seeing Edelman. When I'm seeing Edelman's in the sixth round in PPR leagues, that makes me think, Oh, in a, in a team that I took Julio and Des Bryant, well, I like that. I would have probably been better off with a running back earlier because I'm still, you're still getting T.Y. Hilton's last round, or yeah, last round. You're getting
2: guys like right Edelman
1: now. now. It's just there's yeah, still Edelman, wide TD receivers.
2: team a running back. I don't think
3: Edelman will go that late in PPR draft <clears throat> normally. I no. really don't. And I think one, he'll go at least a round earlier, if not yeah. two rounds earlier.
1: But we, you know what happens with those white guys? It happens with. Welker, it happens they with fall. majority. it happens with these guys. I don't know why, but there's a white wide receiver miss their, they get drafted is one round or two. That?
3: Yeah, no, 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 sir. Did
1: you,
2: did you watch the yeah, last like uh, yeah. Patriots preseason game? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. So time. they they have uh, they running Amendola and um, Element on the field at the same down. time. The only thing is that here's the biggest concern. It's like <laughs> I do like Element for PPR, but. All the deeper routes, those are all Amendola. Uh, Edelman, everything he was running was all the underneath, and he's getting tons of catches. So for PPR, it's good, but like he was last year, the 105 catches for 1,074 yards, it's just he's not going to get the 11, 12 yards a catch.
3: Now, I don't know why they've done this, but I'm going to mention this. Why do you think that they put Aaron Dobson and Brandon LaFell as the two guys bookending right next to Tom Brady in the locker room? Um, that they, 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 they put both of their like they changed it they changed it, the whole locker room they put Dobson and Brandon
2: LaFell right Because they to both him. play the same position that has been the Achilles heel to this offense since Randy Moss left, and so whoever is going to assume that position in the offense is so important to stretching the defense that they need Tom Brady needs to feel a connection to whoever that is. So it is giving. Both guys were vying for the chance to have that opportunity to make it. Okay, because
3: uh, they did when Randy Moss came over. They put his locker right next to Tom Brady. That's exactly what it is. Was um, Brandon Lloyd's
2: locker next to him too? Because that didn't work.
3: No, that didn't work. And I don't think Lloyd was actually I part think, of that plan, to be honest. No,
2: I think Lloyd smelled, so I don't think Brady wanted to be fine. Uh, well, so,
3: <laughs> from what I hear, Lloyd is actually going to make the Forty ers I heard he's done so well that they said, you know what, he's going to actually make the 49ers, are going to cut a couple other guys. He's uh, bonded with uh, Bolden, him and Anquan Bolden, become like great friends.
2: All right, well, let's kind of roll through because we are getting long and we're trying not to be. So let's just kind of roll through and get through to to the seventh round so that we can examine each team. So then I took took Reggie Reggie Wayne. Wayne, Good, uh, solid pick. Ha-Ha Clinton Dix grabbed Danny Woodhead. Um, Another solid pick who gets you more points than you think. Right. Especially in a PPR. Especially. Here's the reach for Mile High for the solo guy going for Terrence West, and he even admitted. But remember, this was his wet dream that it was going to get him excited to go see his wife. So yes. he was all excited about his Terrence West. Yeah. Jordan Cameron. This this is a great pick right now because of the fact that they've now named Brian Hoyer as the starting quarterback. Yep. When Hoyer was in there, Cameron had his two most productive games in the entire season. season.
3: Is when Hoyer was in there. A huge pick, and I think that Cameron has potential to be in the top. If Gronkowski doesn't make it the whole year, he's a top three, yeah, four, I think for sure. Uh, I think he's top
2: four or five for sure, either way. Next pick was a great PPR pick. Yeah, couldn't believe he lasted this long. Chambery, however, I will tell you, if he
3: gets a hundred carries, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. He will not get hundred carries on this season. the season. I'd be surprised if he gets fifty. Uh, no
2: shit. Seven no seventy-two. Yeah, 70, I mean I guess, maybe, maybe fifty-four to seventy-two, somewhere in that range. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: He
3: just he will not carry that rock. It's all PPR for him. Yeah. But that's the point. I mean if I mean if you're talking to PPR league, sure, that's that's an that's a fine pick right there, but it's all PPR for him. But, and it works for him because that's, that's what he's good at.
2: Think about what's great about that is here's a running back that you can get later in a draft if you're waiting in PPR. Who is pure PPR? Yes. So that's... that's rolls this. It's, it's right. right. It, it, yeah. it's, it's golden. And Woodhead was 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 just picked also. Cool. Mm-hmm. The
1: one thing I'll say that, that is important from a strategy standpoint, we get a lot of questions about PPR. We get a lot of questions about, you know, all this stuff. But PPR, it seems like the questions I get, is, it's always like people wanting to grab that PPR guy like we're talking about now in the sixth, seventh round, which is great. But, oh, should I go after PPR... In the first round or second round, should I start? And my thing with that is no. I don't want to be reaching PPR guys and changing around the horses the very early part, the first, you know, two, three round first two, three rounds with guys that fill that PPR. If it's a double-headed monster and this guy's a stud, and lo and behold, he actually catches a lot too. Great, added bonus. But going back sure. to how we all liked Alfred Morris with that third pick, what I think some people do with PPR is they try and they're magnet. They're 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 gravitated to the catches too much, Agreed. and it blinds them, and it makes them think, oh no, I can't take that guy. On your first round with the horses in PPR leagues, don't get clouded by the, by the smoke and mirrors and thinks that think that it's bull crap unless you've got a catch guy. It does help a Jimmy Graham. It does help uh, you know Calvin and some of these wide receivers and even some of these running backs. But don't go for the catches real early in your draft. Now's the time to be like, this is a great PPR guy. Kendall Wright, great pick last round. Yeah. You know, that when, dads, when those guys present
2: the, themselves, but here's the other thing. Don't like you're saying don't don't put too much into it. I keep mentioning all every year cuz I you guys haven't played in a lot of PPR leagues. Mm-hmm. And I've played in PPR leagues ever since I started. So there's a point where PPR does not matter.
0: Yeah.
2: When it comes to wide receivers, we're talking the true main PPR players are five. Then there's the next tier of about 10 wide receivers. After that, the difference is negligible. So totally. it's 15 total guys. At running back, there are like, like the Shane Vereens and the Darren Sproles. There's about four or five of those guys, right? The, the Duke we'll Ellington. we are talk about all of them. Duke, Duke right. Duke Ellington, so, yeah, Pierre sure, Thomas. Absolutely. So you get maybe 6-7, okay? After that, then then you get to the guys who are... Because those are guys who are... Jamal Charles and Matt Fortune. The guys are getting the 70 catches and things like that. After that... When you're talking from 50 catches to a difference of 40, 38, 35 to 50 catches, that's less. If it's a half a point PPR, that's, that's a half a point a game. Yeah. It's zero. It's, it's funny. nothing.
1: So it's, go for the better player. It's funny. Suits mm-hmm. sent me his uh, version two of Suits PPR tears. He sent me the first version of the chart. I read it. I'm like, dude, this doesn't look any different than, than a normal uh, tears. And that goes to show you what you just said. Sure. When you look at, if you just sit unless there's a write up and you really dive in and you, you start calling out certain guys, like I made suits go back and do, and the piece is up on the site. We put it up the, uh, earlier um, about three days ago. And when
2: I first saw it, I'm like,
1: God, this is this just isn't that much different, and it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't.
2: This be, is period. why I said to you though, the Brandon Marshall is a big pick because yeah. there are not very many. There are four hundred catch receivers per year, yeah. on average. In some years, only one or two. And when you have that guy, your advantage is huge. But again, it's it's that's like the Jimmy Graham invention. And your Calvin Johnson, he's not a 100-catch guy. But it's only he's huge. Really big, he's never really been. It's only huge it's if you're talking
3: almost. the difference between a 100-catch guy and a 70-catch guy. That's not like huge a, if you're talking between Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. That's a no, lot no, of no, catch. But it's but not that huge of a but, difference.
2: But Brandon's also a guy that's caught 115, 120. He, true, true. When true. you're in that hundred fifty. Think about that. You're in the 115... 100. That's a ton of right, yeah. And
1: that's why I like your Wes Welker in the fourth round on the... Uh, yeah, right. It's he huge. Like, nice. I mean, I think he's catching 100... If he's healthy, he's catching 100
3: balls this year. Yep. Oh, 100%. No, so... No, no, no brainer on that one. Who's our so
1: next guy here? After, that, I'm uh, after Shane Vereen? Ray Rice. Rice. The bitch slappers. I took a bitch slapper.
3: You did. You, you did take a bitch slapper. I got my
2: teammates. But
3: somebody has to say something about that. And, and I'm not sure... First of all, I, well, I'll say it. He doesn't fit very well in this new system that they're going to run. Okay? It's the old Houston system. That's what it is. It's the old Texas system, which works right. a lot better for Bernard Pierce. It's a one-cut system, a zone-blocking system, which doesn't work very well with the shifty guys, the guys who are, who are jitterbugs who try and work all over the place. It's a zone-blocking system. You hit one hole, you make your move, and it's gone. And that's it. And that's what Bernard Pierce was good at. That's what Aaron Foster was good at. And back in the day, when he used to run it back in Denver, that's what T- uh, Terrell Davis was good at. That is what made these guys how good they were, Aaron Foster and Terrell Davis. It's perfect for a Bernard Pierce. It's not good for a Ray Ross. Well, he's
2: got two games to prove it. Ray, yeah.
3: But also,
2: I'm, they're both Ray, at home. No, I know. But both Ray, those games are at home. Got, he's got, I think, Cincinnati and both. Bernard Pierce uh, is one of these the guys Pittsburgh. that, again, we've, we've talked about him for two years so much potential. Show it. Do it on the damn field because but we're talking about Ray right. Rice here. I think we all
1: agree.
3: Ray Rice is dead. The witch the wicked witch is dead. He's he's looked good this preseason from what I hear, but he got injured immediately because he lost weight. I assume that's why the shoulder got hurt. You lose a little weight, you lose a little cushion.
2: He lost and a little cushion. weight because his uh, fiance poisoned him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Smart woman. All right, next
2: pick.
1: This this goes to show you right here, 6th round. Great pick. Wow. Wow. Matthew Stafford. Wow. Available in the sixth round. And like we said in the podcast, QBs tend to go later in mocks because people don't like to look at a QB holding up early draft. It just happens that way but uh, it just that. shows you the value of a, of a staffer who I think is top five for all of us going in the sixth round yeah. that's great uh, good times
2: all right next so pick. 23 is. picks between uh, the last time uh, Cornell Patterson's yep. last pick Ben Tate so he goes Ben Tate with the first
1: and then Christine Michael with the second Kristen sorry Kristen Michael uh, I'm starting to worry
3: about uh, him a little bit which one I, I, well like, like I said real quick it's that you've got to take chances here. Like I said, you have to, when you're on that wraparound in a 12-man yeah. league, take a couple of chances. Ben Chate is, I think, a chance because he's a bit of an injury he risk. He looked great, though, against Washington. He did. He looked awesome. And Kristen Michael obviously is a bit of a risk A chance. He may do the same thing he did last year and do nothing. Well, the problem right now with Michael is the turban's looking so good. Yeah, he's I'm looking
1: pretty freaking good. Uh, and, and, and then you've got, what's-his-name, is back? And I know we're kind of all thinking he's going to hit that wall, but if he doesn't, Christy and Michael's not going to get really a lot of good opportunity. We're, it going to, we're going to it get really good luck matters
2: here. On, on on Skittle McFucknut, yeah, going down hurt. right, and we're going to get a good look here in Chicago uh, we play Seattle, so we'll get to actually watch the entire uh, Seattle game here.
1: Awesome. All right. So next pick, then, is going to go back to Dogmatica Steven let's Jackson. Just, let's just
2: roll through. This so yeah, we we'll roll through now. this round.
1: Stephen Jackson. Then uh, next pick by Houdini is his boy Greg Olson. The net, then we go on a little bit of a, a not really I two, guess, two, a, two two, nine two nine guys. So Jordan Reed went to stag party with the at a tight end. Of the next pick, Tom Brady. Charlie don't serve. So Brady's going in the seventh round. I love that value. Obviously, even more with the Gronkowski. The thing
2: about this: if this was a ten-team draft, that means that Brady's really going in like the this is the seventh round, like the ninth round,
1: eighth, ninth round, end of eighth, early and eighth. And he wasn't doing yeah. He, He's a value pick. There's no question about it. Stafford, Tom Brady, value picks. Golden Tate went for the mile high solo guy. You know he's a, he's he's in Detroit, so maybe a little bit. Uh, but still, people love him. He had a good touchdown. He, he might be great. To be Here's, honest, my side catch. I was
2: like, all right, I'm called, sort of getting why everyone's. I'm gonna keep this making guy. my promotions on. I wrote a news feed on this. There's a news feed on on Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson's gonna play in his first preseason action. We're gonna get our first chance to see because they added all this talent to the the offense for uh, Detroit. What's the Calvin Johnson effect for uh, a Reggie Bush, for a, uh, now that there's a Golden Tate, for an Eric Ebron? Who's going to be the guy that's going to step up and be the main guy? Um, All right, so the next pick
1: there is Jordan Reed, uh, Tom Brady, Golden Tate. All right, then on uh, the next one here is going to be Josh Gordon. So Josh Gordon was picked. They said that the coaching staff, he played most of the game the other night, and they said that he didn't look he looked like he was loafing it. So, the guy, not only is the guy... I you no
3: point. Why, would, why the hell would you play him? You know he's gone for the year. Why why you even... I don't think
1: they know he's, he's gone, gone for the year. year.
3: I, but here's I what, know he's gone for the year. Here's what, here's what I'd say.
1: You give one of those guys trying to figure out your quarterback situation, you give him an actual target that doesn't
3: suck fucking balls. Yeah, but then they're used to throwing to a stud. That's fine. Like, At
1: least you get it to see what they are, what they are with, with someone so that they actually... So, the they
3: overthrow uh, well, Miles Lawson you know, by five yards. And they, you know, but you know what I'm saying. So I heard that
2: my mouth lost by extreme. five notes because he pulled his hamstring. Valerie. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. Um. Next uh, pick here is uh, RG3. I don't think we need to talk about that. We already about talked him. about it. I, I would, I would not do date.
2: it now. After what I've seen, I would not make this pick now. Okay.
1: Dennis, Dennis Pitta, I like him, especially in the PPR. High-volume guy, I think going seventh round. I bet you could wait, uh, you wait a little bit, but it, it looks like some tight ends are going. Um, I took him ahead of another guy. Not necessarily only for PPR, but just I don't love Vernon. But we'll go on here and we'll go Jeremy Hill. All right, Dogmatica. Doug Hill,
3: I, I had Jeremy Bern, uh, Giovanni Bern, so Bernard. So sort of that's sort of a handcuff. Yeah, sort of a handcuff and sort
2: of like, well, hey, it's not that bad of a pick either. No, I love Jeremy Hill. Yeah. I'm, I'm all on board. He's he's a guy who's going to get potentially at least six to eight touchdowns, and he's going to touch the ball carries-wise probably about 160 to 180 times. Yeah, you can, you can
3: have 200-plus touches. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad pick at all.
1: Stag Party goes uh, on his... Um, Seventh round pick, pick 11 for Dog on a Leash, Vernon Davis. So Vernon Davis slides pretty far, and that's going to happen in PPR. He's got 52 <laughs> catches last year. Yep. I'm nervous of him, but at the same time, I mean, there's certain games he's going to blow up, and he's got
2: the skills. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, I took uh, just to fuck with Dog a now, little, so little bit. That's what we're going to close on seven. Okay. So and let me let me say this because I know we're running long. Yeah. Here's my my advice of what we should do. I want Yeah. To throw us out there, and you guys let me know. I want this podcast to be done in 20 minutes. So perfect. We've already talked about all these guys. Let's just go through team by team, looking at what that initial strategy was. If you want to bring up who they also brought in as their bench, fine. I was going to say this will get us out within 30 to 45 minutes at the most. So let's just do that. Look, we got 20 minutes, guys. All right. So let's, let's look it okay. shorter. So let me let me let me start then. So let's look at bring out the gear. So I, I just want to say this. As far as strategy-wise, here uh, let's look at first three picks, right? So, how did you draft? He went running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, which was McCoy, Brown, Cobb. And again, he's having to wait 23 picks in between his picks. Then he goes at that point in time. Then he went running back, wide receiver again. So Frank Gore, Corderell Patterson. So Corderell Patterson right now is his flex position. So his starting, he's got his starting running backs are McCoy and Frank Gore. With Randall Calvin, Antonio Brown, Cordero Patterson as his flex. He then backs up with more running backs. So he has not even grabbed his quarterback, which he waited until round 10. Or tight end. Right. Uh, he waited until round 8 to grab Jason Witten, and round 10 to grab Ben Roethlisberger by going really heavy on just running backs and wide receivers. I think as so, soon as
3: he came back to round 2 and he realized he wasn't going to get either Manning Breeze, or Rodgers. He said, screw it. I'm waiting on a a quarterback. As soon as it came back to him in round four, and he knew he wasn't going to get Gronk, he wasn't going to get Julius Thomas, he wasn't going to get obviously Jimmy Graham, he said, fuck it. I'm waiting on a tight end. So we just loaded up on running backs and wide receivers, which I think is a fine call.
2: Because Robles- you know Romo, that it's deep the way, on the other two positions. And after he grabbed Ellensburg, the next round, he grabbed Tony Romo. So he went double the double down on the, on the quarterback. the G- terrible. Front. I think
3: it's not a bad
1: But, but again, Witten and t- Ladarius Green are his tight ends. I think that's I, fine, too. Really? I, 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 I don't, don't like
2: this team, team at all. I don't like, the, I don't
3: like the team all that... I don't like the team very much, but I think that's
2: a right strategy. Well, see, I like what he did. See, I like the, the start. I like McCoy. I'm fine with Brown and Cobb. And the Gordon Patterson, I'm fine to that point. And then after that... I just feel that there's so much talent that he left on the board grabbing Tate and Michael, Witten and Hyde, and Romo. Amadola. What did he leave on the table, though? There's a lot of guys he left on the table. I mean, I kind of agree with you, dog, but at the same they time... He not all that much on the table. Wide receiver-wise, he's very weak. After the quarter, Al Patterson, which is then But he's guy. got his three guys. I know. So but he's again, really he's really like this is, but this he's is basically through a smorgasbord of, of And this is a uh, guy that, that could end up winning a league because of this. Because you look at the team, right, and you go, God, because I hate Stefan Taylor. Denny Amandolo is a very high risk. Uh you got the quarterbacks are uh, could be death in, in Tony Romo. Uh, I then, like the Hyde-Michael-Tate uh,
1: backup. But right, but Tate's also a high-injury
2: risk, and Michael is a question mark, not going to be playing anywhere from the start. So Hyde's a rookie. But it doesn't matter because they're not they're not starters. And this is what happens. And so many times like, there's a guy that's well, in my Larry's league.
3: green could end up top.
2: No, top. I know, but what I'm saying, there's so many guys in my leagues that I'm in that I'm like, God, your team sucks because I look at the whole dearth of the team, and it sucks. But the guys that they throw out there are starters, they win every week because it's that's why I tell people... Sure. You make trades to sell out. I don't care what your bench is, as long as if you have that solid, starter, like, w- at least one solid guy on your bench sure. to rotate in.
1: Can I give Can I give you a little uh, draft? And so me and Maltz have been talking on the phone. We're meeting on Friday night for a long time, but we've probably done you know two hours on the phone. Him giving tears, and uh, in, in in my league, I, I've got a partner in uh, Maltese Dragon. But you know, one of the things we we definitely said is like we were talking about why, uh, quarterback. And it was like, well, should we do this kind of Roethlisberger or Romo t- kind of technique and go and wait? And this is something we were considering. Hey, we can get a Brady. We can get a Romo. We can get these guys in the 7th through ninth pick. We, we can get a Wilson. We can get a Cutler. We like all of them. But then what you're doing is every week you have to pick, and you have to painstakingly look at pyro power rankings. You have to look at the strength of schedule weekly thing. And you've got to sit there and roll the dice and be like, it's Romo's week. Instead of Ben Roethlisberger, it's Romo's week. And lo and behold, we all know when this happens. Wrong. Ben Roethlisberger, five touchdowns. The biggest game of Antonio Brown's life. Unbelievable. However, and when you're pitching those kind of those kind of things, it's fucking a nightmare. Quarterback. No, I'm
3: really angry. This is fucking war.
0: <laughs>
3: However, the question is, would you rather be dealing with a quarterback problem between those two guys each week... Or would you rather be saying to yourself, okay, I have my quarterback set and be upset with your second running back every week. And just be like, fuck, I can't believe I'm throwing out fucking Steven Jackson. Oh, shit, he's fucking injured. Now I'm throwing I out. I feel like I can find now, now, now I'm throwing out, uh, you know, Derek Sprouls as my fucking second running I'm back. I'm with
1: you. It sucks. But you know I, I'm I feel like I'm, fi- I'm better at finding that guy in, in the first example who's the first running back you just mentioned there. Steven so Stephen Jackson. So I'm I'm pretty good at finding that uh, you know Freeman or whatever that comes in and is all of a sudden rocking it out better. So okay, then 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 and, and I think you know, choosing like, between two quarterbacks. Yeah, but I yeah, it just it, what I feel like happens is every week it's this thing, and more so when in this league because we're partners. So I've got an opinion. Dude, we got to roll with him. We're rolling with him. This this this. All oh, my pyro knowledge. This this this. And then he's like, I think we should go with this guy. And you go, and the next thing, and it's his guy. You're like, sorry. I'll tell You know you that, what I I'll mean? So it's like right that now. double quarterback with a partner
3: is a lot better just to have, we're starting this fucking guy all season. I will <laughs> tell you this right now. If you are drafting two, two quarterbacks, and you're doing them late, and Romo falls to you, you can start Romo every single week until he gets hurt. He is going to have an awesome season until he gets hurt, which he will. I'm telling you, he will get her. I know, but I know he, he will so. have an awesome I, season until he gets her. And I like Roma. I like what he can okay, do. Okay, listen. And I, I, don't love love like, I don't like Roma, and I'm saying it. I love he's it's going it's going to have an awesome season until. Let's he gets move on. It.
1: All right. Uh, next team hitting the wrong hole, Dogmatico. You're not allowed to talk too much in this. Uh, okay. We, you know, we we I think this team's pretty outstanding to
2: be honest. look how it was built, yeah. especially through six. Yeah. So, here's an interesting thing. This is, he did something that I'm always a fan of. He got Adrian Peterson in the first round. When you get a Peterson, a Forte, uh, I didn't do it with the Forte, but normally, Michonne. or LaShawn or Jamal, these guys are so good that you don't have to necessarily rush after another running back. Agreed. Because yeah. a running back that is uh, tier five or something paired with yours is going to do the same as a guy who goes running back, running back after you.
3: Yep. Okay.
2: So, so I, mean, I agree. So, although but, I although uh, back I, up back of about this baby. game is terrible. I will throw this caveat. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> like the <laughs> running could back could better career. than In Stephen the 7th round you drafted a horrible running back in Steven Jackson. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree with that. I agree.
3: <laughs> yes, I agree with that.
2: And you did, um, and you backed him up with the guy who's out for the year in Charles Sims. So this team well, I would be that. having James Starks. If <laughs> I had known that.
3: Know that then <laughs> I wouldn't.
0: It. It's all I about James Starks. I was
1: waiting for the first five.
3: Uh, I can't wait I for, for any Lacy to go out tomorrow, and I'm awesome with James Starks. <laughs> Johnny, it's an honor to have you on Death Row. Ah, don't be silly. Pleasure's <laughs> all mine. <laughs> yeah, friends was all fucking mine. Fuck That's that another guy. one I just nailed it. Uh, like, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I think Torrey Smith is going to outscore um, a lot of our, uh, wide receiver twos that you guys are thinking. Torrey Smith is going to be a lot, a lot better than you guys think.
1: If he's not, are we allowed to put this to bed? Yeah, really. I mean... 100%. If he doesn't, you're, it, you're not, I'm not on board this year. Okay, okay, not on board. You are very, very on board.
2: Okay. I think he's being drafted where he should be and... Because the other thing is all I've been reading too is that like everyone I was a believer. Steve Smith is gonna come in, he's gonna fill the Anquan Bolden role, and Steve Smith goes, I'm not the Anquan Bolden type guy. That's not my game. So so we'll be interested to see. It's and again, old, like you said, right. like you said with this offense. they are using the Houston offense. Right. Torrey Smith is Andre Johnson.
3: He's not Andre Johnson. That's I what know they're Andre using. Johnson. That's what they're using. And Steve Smith is going to be negligible. They don't even care about what uh, Steve Smith can do. Yeah, it's all Tory Smith in a lot of different uh, routes. Believe you, be, you
2: guys are going to be shocked. I think he's got that peanut head. He can't handle that. He can get the first two. He go here. He'll give you the three hundred and fifty-yard games this year, and then he'll give you all here's the what I want, I, I, you I, guys. I, I don't say, know. i do not
3: words, guys. Torrey Smith. That's my call this year. Follow okay. it if you want.
1: Wait, what, so you think he's top fifteen or top ten? Top 17. Top yes. 17. Yep. Okay. So let's go through this team, and we won't talk about it. there's a couple players I want to talk at the end, but Adrian Peterson, Alshon Jeffrey, Rob Gronkowski, Andre Johnson. Give it an order of a starting lineup. Well, let me just go through his his pick quickly. T.Y. Hilton, Stafford was a sixth round pick, then Jackson, Tory Smith, who we were just talking about, Kelvin uh, Benjamin on number on the ninth pick, Marcus Wheaton, like oh, that yeah. pick. Tannehill, we love, obviously. Yeah. Those yeah, are some six, six, six... Quarterbacks. Kelsey. Now, here's the guy I want to talk about. Tannehill, we know why we like him. He's got the easiest schedule, he's got a lot of weapons. It doesn't look like the running deal is going to be that sweet there. Everything's pointing towards a and nice season. And they're putting point. in a running
3: place for him. Yeah,
1: Love. and he's an athlete. Uh, the question I got for you here is Travis Kelsey. People have been asking us a lot of questions like, should I dump these, this guy, this guy, or this guy for Travis Kelsey? Uh, or should I hold on for a second? Is it a fluke? That one big play? Is this guy going to be. what? What's. Tell our listening audience within 30 seconds the Kelsey, the Kelsey
3: thought process. Okay. He has um, the exact almost same body as a Rob Gronkowski. And a lot of people will say the same things about a bunch of different guys. This guy literally does. He's that big. He's that strong. Yet he's also that fast. He can catch the ball. He is, he is everything you want out of a tight end. And... He's in an offense that accentuates a tight end, as Andy Reid always has. He's always made his tight ends top fifteen, top you know sixteen guys in the league. Fantasy wise,
1: quickly also
2: jump, jump in. They, there's he's the
1: second best receiver on the team. Period. And the quarterback is the, not even not even just Andy Reid. The quarterback check down,
3: check down loves Smith. Absolutely Absolute. so I mean yeah, if you guys want to take the words out of my mouth, <laughs> yeah. <Alex> <laughs> <Hats>. <laughs> yeah, no, Andy Reed is going to in his system is going to go to him because it's he's the second best receiver on the team. Alex Smith is gonna go to him because he's a checkdown guy, can't throw it long anyway. Dwayne Bowe is waning a little bit. This guy is a stun to make it. You've seen him in the preseason. And suspended for the first game. Yeah, and suspended for the first game. Uh, I, I just, I, you got to love what this guy's got going on. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's
1: move on to Houdini's Bitch Slappers. Uh, we did Forte, second pick was Ellington, Percy Harvin, Michael Floyd, Andrew Luck. Then you went to Ray Rice, Greg Olson, Jay Cutler to back up a Luck. You got Bolden for some wide receiver depth. You went K.K. Cooper. You went with Mr. Smoke in a Blouse. <laughs> yeah. Then Kenny Stills. James Jones, Marquise Goodwin. So, you,
2: you ended it up with three wide receivers. Good tough. I like it. I, I really like this team, actually. Uh, of my two teams, I like this team probably better than my second team, which, which has the Drew Brees, which I, I, I'm i surprised by. I like both my teams, actually, but, except for the Robert Griffin. But what's nice about this team, again, just just it went running back, running back, but then went wide receiver, wide receiver, quarterback. It was, it was kind of like really just like a... A methodical type of a, of, a, of a draft, not on purpose. I was just kind of going by what, I, I again, I didn't go into this one preconceived notions of saying I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I went with what the draft gave me. What was the draft opening up at this point in time, and if Ellington pays off, if the forte Ellington pays off, and if Harvin stays healthy... It, it, but kinda, don't you think right now the Ray
3: Rice is your flex is a little bit worrisome?
1: Sure, hey,
2: absolutely, but that I'm gonna mention something
3: right now that is plain and simply obvious to the first three teams here. Running back depth is tough. That's it, dude? A running back depth is If awful. you've got two running backs, it's tough, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, but you have Ray Rice and then the last one is blown, and I don't trust that at all. Mine, and then the last one was I got P I got Peterson and Steven Jackson, and then beyond that I got fucking Charles Sims and and James Stark. Sims is obviously gone, I would have right. taken somebody different. But the first team was McCoy and Gore, and then you got Tate and Christine Michael, who may never play Carlos Hyde. It's just a bit. So of I great, kind of like the Hyde. pick. Here's a great Hyde's pick. Pick.
2: Here's a great pick. good pick, but so here's, great but, point, yeah, no, so here's a great point. Yeah, I agree. It's just not good. So here's a point. So I have it's a two, two, two running back, two wide right receiver with a flex. So Ray Rice was drafted in what would have been a flex position, but let's let's say that Ray Rice is only being drafted because he's going to have to play two weeks. The week that Ellington's on a buy, and the week that that Forte's on a buy, right?
1: But that means so, you've got Bolden as your flex. That's what
2: I'm saying. So who's my flex? Or it's Bolden, or it's Cooper, or Stills. It's matchup, right? So flex is a matchup flex, one. Flex. It, this this team's great. It's light on flex. It that's is light all on I'm, flex. That's 100%. All I'm 100 right. And it could be great if one of these guys steps up. But again, it's that's a I like everything
1: except for the flex. You know what I would have said? Maybe would have been your best best move is instead of that Andrew Luck. You probably seen that Stafford went got back, Stafford You Stafford the gone. You should have gone a him, running back or a wide receiver grabbed, there yeah. whatever you wanted flex, and then you Grand hold off for the next next round staffer. for a luck, and then you can go. Yeah. If luck's taken, then you got a Stafford. There's still so there more really staff wasn't a
2: back. lot there. It would have been like the Vincent Jackson if Gerald, that's where I looked at it and I go, I don't like those old guys, and so I just like I, But that kinda of shows you there. Now I, we
1: know that that flex is so you important could, you that right this where you got to the
2: deeper. Pay attention to what's going to be available when you come exactly. back. I had to yeah. wait 18 some odd picture whatever before exactly. I came back. Exactly. All I right. just went through the All
3: next right. couple teams and it's the same thing with with that's next nice. few teams, same thing with the the, the running back depth. Absolutely. It's, it's obvious. It it's, gets tough. And that's but. what
1: I was saying at the beginning, where it's like, those wide receivers, you're sitting pretty at fucking eighth round. And when you come, when you're coming to running backs, not so much. Stack party, Monty balls, balls. Jamal Charles, Jordy Nelson, Doug Martin. I think that's as good of a top three uh, running back situation as there is on any of these teams. Then you got a Keenan Allen. What can't you say in front of mom? Nothing, mom.
3: I know what you can say. You want to get laid, mom? You want to hump you? We all want to get laid. When you said the top, th- uh, I don't think that's the best. Uh, Jamal Charles and Doug Martin.
1: Yeah, eh.
3: it's better than the previous three teams. Really? Better no, no, maybe and not. Ellington? No,
1: maybe not. No, you're right. You're right. Better than, I mean, people, no, McCoy, than Peterson. Better than Gore. Uh, I don't
2: know.
1: No, I like Forte. I like, I like, like Forte and Ellington more. But I don't yeah. like Gore and McCoy more. No. No. Peterson and Stephen Jackson. And it makes sense. I, if you went first.
2: It better be better. For sure. But then you're at. <laughs> it, it better it be. Better. Otherwise, what the hell am I drafting? It's true. So you got Keenan Allen. Is Keenan Allen is his wide receiver too, this team's got a lot of questions on it. Then you got Vincent Jackson, Shane Vereen, who we said is one of actually a pretty good team. Jordan Reed who we're questioning picks. what's going to happen with this uh, whole thing with uh, Washington right now. Cam Newton who's a question as far as what what's going Did on. Did you with watch him play him. this week? Not see sure. He's moved it. up my tiers of time.
1: Dude, I mean, he looks he's he's great played. He's they're playing he's playing he's 100%. All right. He's just a player. He's yeah. Not, a yeah the he's, out there he's, with him.
2: He's just playing. It would not shock me. We were me worried about top
3: five QB this year. Simple so
2: shot shock me. But look at the rest of the bench. I like Terrence Williams. Here's a guy with upside. Mike Evans, again, another guy with upside rookie. I the don't last like, four picks I don't like. don't like it at all. D'Angelo Williams. Ugh. Jared Cook, I like. Ronnie Hellman, only because he's a second guy. Harry Douglas, again, well, I don't like what's going on in Atlanta. And Jared Cook, he just can't prove it. I like
1: Matsy Balls, Balls as Ronnie Hellman. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's carrying my I, I balls
3: It's that, not a bad backup I think D'Angelo Williams Actually isn't that Bad of a call Just to have As a third guy
2: He's the most Frustrating guy If you've ever yeah. Had him on your sure, team uh, they, Liam, I had him on my team
3: some. Last year It's
2: like do you know the example
1: you said earlier? Carry, carry, carry. Coach, I'm winning. Come on. D'Angelo Williams oh, is the king. That is the, that's what the I was trying king. to think of. He's the king. You're like, yes. Between 60, or the, between the 50 on there, team. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, getting there, he's got it. And he's like, coming out. see these fucking, no, no. Get three yards away. You oh, just I got mean, 30 yards to get there. No. And then all of a sudden. Uh, Tolbert. 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 My
3: boy. And Newton. Ugh.
2: Oh. Yeah, Newton. Well, oh my God, he's the king of that. Tolbert's ridiculous. He's getting like six touchdowns a year with them. It's since he's been the there. I he's know, six he, touchdowns you know, a year. For seven and life. six, and he had eleven touchdowns a year before in San Diego. I like, love that guy. Like, I think like he's seventy-seven. Been the, I think
3: he's been the same exact size since he was nine years old. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he, he was scoring six touchdowns as a high scorer, <laughs> as an eighth grader. I want my uh, six touchdowns every
2: year. Can I, I really, create my ultimate backfield right now? I want my, pounds. I want my, my, uh, my, my, my fullback. To be um, Mike Tolbert, I want my halfback to be Craig Ironhead Hayward, okay, and I want my tailback to be Natron Means Business. Oh, I
3: like it, number <laughs> I, twenty.
2: That's my back. That's my my dream big man backfield.
3: Not a Ward, not a
2: uh... not a old Campbell. No, no. I just want I want the fat round guys all together. Hayward means like twice. Yeah, yeah. Fire plug. I got I the got fire I'm a bowler. Punch. I'm a bowler. I want three bowling balls. <laughs> I got three holes for the bowling ball. Those are my three guys. I'm rolling them out at everybody. He I is like a it. bowler. Just I so you him.
1: know, Houdini bowls, he like bowls like a lot of times a week and in his bowling leagues. And sometimes when you come over and work after you, I'm like, what'd you do sir? I got up at 8 30 and I went and rolled a few frames and uh the fact <laughs> is here's we we're competitive with the rest of the fantasy football industry. We, the three of us, will we'll take on that. any other podcasters in the fantasy football industry. In bowling, sure. bowling, softball, darts, pool, darts, pool, football, Kick, kickball. kickball, basketball. We'll take on any. We'll do a super half court for me, though. We'll do this. Yeah, we'll do this, and me. Uh, Mark, <laughs> my back to you, Dave. <laughs> but when it comes to sports, we'll take on any. Out there, and any we'll have a we'll have a battle of network stars. That's yeah. a Fantasy football podcast, bring it. Three people, let's Flat do it. Challenge. Don't be like Bleacher Report. And yeah, we got two ex, two uh, ex NFL players
3: are doing our podcast now. They'll do it, but we'll smoke you fuckers. Uh, you want to bring some ex-NFLers here? Fine. Give me an autograph or I'll play you. <laughs> <laughs> let <laughs> Sign right. my balls, bitch. I like it. I like it. Next team, uh, so we'll go to the
1: next team. Charlie Don't Surf. That's his uh, brain in flowers. Calvin Johnson. Le'Veon Bell. Puff, puff, puff. Reggie Bush. I mean, Considering that those are the two uh, running backs in the first three rounds, do not like it. Uh, Roddy White, Larry Fitzgerald, so he's got a great wide receiver crew. great wide
3: receiver core and the tight end.
1: Little old, but that's try that's 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 steady. Yep. I like it. Jordan yep. Cameron, who you love a lot um, and think he's going to be a top five guy, so great pick. Tom look Brady here, in the Tom South. Brady in the seventh makes this whole team
3: look real good, right? Not too bad,
2: yeah. Makes it look like uh, There Darren is- is.
3: Darren Sproles, by the way, guys. I know we're all used to it. He ain't gonna be the same thing on Philly. I'll tell you that right now. It ain't gonna be 80 catches. It ain't gonna be even 70 catches. I, I'm calling maybe 50 catches. No joke. Yeah, It's just well, not gonna times be the
2: same Too many, are not many guys, same thing. He's also he's many
3: older guys. now. He just doesn't have the
2: same. But That's, Coach you, does you say didn't he hear he's You didn't said. hear You didn't hear McCoy's quote. Yeah. This is the fastest guy I've ever seen. Before. Fine.
3: Quickest. 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 Quickest guy. He played with Deshaun Jackson. Within within five steps. That's fun. But it just doesn't work all the time.
1: I agree with It doesn't mean he's going to. Yeah. I agree. This drop off happened. Very different. And again, this is a guy that used to be a PPR. Move him up four rounds, three rounds in a PPR setting. He's mm-hmm.
3: on a new team. It's going to be different. Listen, he was a certain way on San Diego, and he uh, was a certain way on, Sa- on uh, New Orleans. He's going to be a certain way on Philly. It's not going to be New Orleans, guys. It's going to be more San Diego.
2: Well, but realize, yeah. too, that they're going to use him in a lot of ways to kind of fill in that the uh, Deshaun Jackson role. Cool.
1: Let's, let's move on quickly. Marquise Colston, Dwayne Bow, we all love that pick. Maurice Jones, Drew, Martellus Bennett, McFadden, and John Brown. We talked about John Brown a lot, but that team... Um, uh, let's just move on And you guys look Fine. at I'll include it's, it's, I'll include in this podcast Like I did in the Mock Draft podcast itself This final result So you guys can
3: look at this But this is um, an old team Yeah it's an old team need to it's old. Calvin's not. Tried back. and true, steady team that ain't going to win you anything. I would
2: have yeah. liked to have this I teams, right I team. I would team three years ago. three years ago. Yeah, three right. years ago. This yeah. is one
3: of those kind of in the. In the in it's the not going to win you anything, but it's you're not going to have the worst record in the league. We
2: talk about what we like in the second Great half of your point. draft. Yeah. Great I don't like the Marcus Colson, Dwayne Ball, Maurice Jones, Drew. That, these are all old guys. That, these are not going to guys that in, in, in rounds. What is this? Jeremy Fadden, Bennett, when the runs, draft uh, happened. 9, 10, 11. 9-10-11, I want guys right, that are right. potential gonna make me jump up. These are only the
1: guys that can potentially fall down. Well, we talked about it. One thing we do like is is offsetting some of those real high explosion guys with with, a, with a couple of these guys. Not three but no. Not all. Right. Yeah. All. All. Other it's than the all. first pick, Calvin Johnson. There's not one guy. Maybe Cameron. That can, can just totally explode. I think this team name shouldn't be Wanna Make Brandon Flowers if you wanna look in the rearview mirror. Um, Moe's, Mile High, <laughs> well, No. Wanna Make
2: that pick again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awesome <Austin laughs> that Charlie, not a chance he listens to this. No, not a <laughs> chance. And if he did, Charlie, right so How
2: far are we into it? Yeah,
1: two hours and twenty minutes. No, he ain't so gonna we're gonna, we're part. gonna move quickly. Uh, solo guy, uh, Mile High Club, Jimmy Graham, so Aaron Rodgers. Hold on, on. Yeah. hold on. Alfred Morris, Michael Crabtree, Lamar Miller, Terrence West, Golden Tate, Eric Decker, who we were kind of mentioned to, Emmanuel Sanders. Now I like the I like these pick. Golden Tate, Decker, Sanders, and Devontae Freeman, and Bryce Brown. I mean I think those are four great.
2: And Great middle-lower picks. Baldwin's that guy who's that steady guy who fell. Yeah. And Jernigan's another potential because Odell Beckham... A nice the, that's of a nice
1: talent building end of the draft.
2: What like I was that. trying to interrupt you before you started yeah. was, I just wanted to say, here's the team that went tight end Ooh. quarterback with Jimmy Aaron Rodgers, which, God damn it, I'm sorry. If you tell me my first two picks were Jimmy and Aaron Rodgers, I'm happy. And now let's look... Alfred Morris, okay. I like it. Crabtree, I like it. Lamar Miller, now that we know. Crabtree's your wide receiver number one, dude. I know. That's the problem.
3: It's a not terrible. It's, it's not point terrible, point but, topic, he, but back, not. he didn't back it up. He didn't. All that well. I mean, Tate and Decker, well, and, and, iffy. And, and here's the other problem. Jets and second receiver.
2: This is what happens.
3: You're really relying on Graham
1: to explode.
2: If you're yeah. going to go on these other routes, where you're gonna, if way. you avoid... The, the two main skill positions, being running back and wide receiver, in the first two rounds, you are basically saying that I am so confident in my ability to get these guys later. Yeah. And here's, here, look. So here's what he did. Jimmy and Aaron, he goes for Alfred and Michael, fine. But that was, what are you going to do after that? Because you grabbed your one and your one, Exactly. Right? And he goes, Lamar Miller, Terrence West, next. He goes two running backs, which are... We already said Lamar Miller is a question mark. Well, well, well let's go position by position. Or, but no, but right after 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 Alfred Morris,
3: he grabs Miller, T- uh, Terrence West, uh, Devonta Freeman, Bryce Brown. Those are his running back picks. He's depending on something there to break out.
2: Well, because he has to start one of Lamar Miller, Terrence West, or Devonta Freeman. Yeah, one of those guys has to start, and unfortunately. That's what happens when you wait. That that's not a good second starter when other guys are starting. You know, you know, I'm starting at Ellington or other guys are starting. I mean, to tell the running right? back isn't. It's not. It's not deep. I know. It's not that deep. So it's but, not that the worst. But thing. here's the
3: problem. But it's the wide receivers that. But
2: it's also that he he had to. See, here's the thing. If we know that running back is so, so here's a, here's a rearview mirror look at this team, and I think this is how it goes. Where he went, Lamar Miller and Terrence West, and was going for those running backs, mm-hmm. he should have probably, and they went wide receivers the next two, Yep, should have gone wide receiver, wide receiver, and then grabbed and running then back, then running back, back at receiver. that next point. Because the value of wide receiver, the depth of wide receiver is stronger. So what yep. you could have gotten two rounds higher in wide receiver could have been your, who was there? Take you could have gotten Kendall Wright. Thank you. Could have, could have gotten uh, Brandon, Cooks. Brandon Cooks could have gotten right uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, Jackson. And Edelman so, Reggie Wayne wouldn't you rather have those guys over Golden Tate Eric Decker and then between Lamar Miller and Terrence West you still had some I don't know who, Terrence West Terrence West went high yeah that was high. Well, because he was, uh, he was gonna, using him as uh, bait to get him all that's excited right. for his wife. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's move to the next team, team number seven. So this is, but here's, here's the thing. Okay. The, the point about going without going for those two skill positions is that you really do become, you have to go really hard on those positions afterward. You're, your draft is pretty much set ahead of you because you've drafted the, one, the two one position players. Quarterback and tight end. You're, you're kind of you're, you're kind
3: of saying to yourself, "All right, I'm fucking myself either at right back or wide receiver. One of them." And the I don't want to say fucking, but really super depending on your innate skill to call really good outside shots. And
1: perfectly said. And while we have talked about three weeks three months ago that we knew that Jimmy Graham was going to be going in this early part. We knew. We were talking about that. We knew that we thought that these best quarterbacks should be going in that first round, early second round. And we like them because they wrap up the position. You only have to play one of them. Now, you look at this team and you see, wow, there's a lot of depth at quarterback, one position you need, and there's a lot of depth at tight end. Now, we know there's not depth at all at running back we think that there's a little bit more depth at wide receiver but maybe going Jimmy Graham at tight end and going with the quarterback early Long. those bad two call. positions so that are pretty good you draft, a bad call if we you see draft it right Jimmy, here
2: you need to be drafting either a running and back I or a wide receiver and think probably
3: a, a running back
2: probably yeah. a running back probably, yeah.
3: probably yeah. a running back yeah that's no. it. Unless Unless you go Jimmy a elite wide receiver is available at that point. Correct. That's it. Well, I, I depending said, on your If you position take Jimmy Graham,
1: you gotta get a running, you gotta get a running back because we think we can still get some great run. Yeah, don't the
3: go Sears. with don't go with a the quarterback there. The quarterbacks last for a while. The teams that waited into the It's third nice round. to have Aaron Rodgers there. Believe me, you're yeah. fine with Aaron Rodgers there, but that ain't gonna make up for having a Stafford in the sixth. Let's put it this way here a, a Tom Brady in the seventh when you could have had a Doug Martin. Or uh, or a uh, you know a Randall Cobb. Or, How about this? Here's, Jordy the, Here's Jordy the important point. Here's the like important that.
2: point. When you wait to the third round to grab your first running back, you end up with. I had it here. Um, Alfred Morris was one. Eight. Uh, Arian Foster. Trent yep. Richardson. Yep. Uh, you took one. He took one. You took one. So those are the only ones that went without a running back for those first. So you had. And, uh, and who are we talking about right here with the uh, yeah? So yeah, that's it. So and, if you don't and take I a said on that team and
3: that if you t- don't t- take a running back in the first two rounds, it's it, what you end up with is either Alfred Morris, <laughs> Trent a- Richardson, Aaron Foster, or Trent Richardson
2: as your number one. As your and, number
3: one. And are and, you okay and, with that?
2: I yeah.
1: what's your number two. And in, in the case that I did it when the douchebags bags filled with SlimFest I took Julio Jones and Des Bryant, <laughs> awesome, awesome wide receiver crew. But there's so much depth there that I was sitting there like. Uh, I knew it right there I was like wow T.Y. Hilton's still available I can still get a Wes Welker a yeah. Edelman's still here It's like shit I wish I had taken a running back Instead of that second pick
2: Of the Des Bryant And I love Des Bryant yeah. here's, here's the other point With that philosophy In a league where it's Only two wide receivers to start Wow that oh, looks God, great Because you're stacked sweet. But the problem is People don't need to have... So you can't even trade one of those wide receivers. You're not going to get the value for it because people go, well, i got to start this guy at this position. i got, I got the flex. It's but like, there's I, no way. My first two picks, I'm never drafted. No, 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 But I hear what you're But you know what I'm saying? No. If this was a three wide receiver league, that's stronger. Yeah. In a two wide receiver league, I hear saying. it doesn't hold the same strength because, like, I, I okay, I had uh, a couple years ago, I know, my first ever time being in a three, uh, two wide receiver in a flex when Brandon Lloyd had the blow-up season, yeah. I had Calvin, I had Brandon, I had I had uh, maybe Jordy Nell, whoever it was, I had the top three of the top five receivers. Couldn't trade one of them because everybody else only had to start two. Yeah. No, I got it. That's a good point. Uh all right, Valverde's, uh haha ha
1: Clinton sucks sticks, Demarius Thomas, AJ Green. So he did what I did as well on that D-Rex team that we'll talk about. This is Arian Foster. Arian Foster, Zach Stacey. Now that for a 3-4. That looks pretty he good. He did better. He yeah, did better. it looks pretty well. So he's going... And Pierre Thomas. Yeah, and then he goes for another yeah, one. And his. Danny Woodham. Four in a row. Four in a row. Josh Gordon, he, didn't, he didn't seem to think
2: that he was going to be and out Charles long Clay has uh, got issues right now, too. Really? What's wrong with him? What was the thing? I think it was like some sort of like a, an injury or something. It doesn't it's matter, it's but you think but he's a little banged up? The I thing. love the DeAndre Hopkins pick. Sammy Watkins pick
1: I like as well. He's got a Hardline, injury. Basically, what he's done—do you realize? Do you, he did, know, did you hear his, about the rib did, injury
2: for Samuel? Yeah, Wiley?
1: I saw that. I saw that. But I'm not too worried about that. But the whole team—that team's a little bit. I le- scary. listen. I but like he this. waits till the very end. The last two picks take Rivers and Dalton. Right. That's crazy. So that is no crazy. one else had done that where he takes his quarterback. It's not a bad move. And that just shows him... If you can get Rivers and Dalton in your 13th and 14th pick, it really makes the the, the the top end and your running back wide receiver situation look pretty pretty awesome. Here's the problem, though. I I, I like what he did, but One tight end.
2: too many running backs in a row. It, 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 there's, there, there's a pick there that needs to be a wide receiver. You need to, and Josh Gordon is a guy that even if he does come back, you know he's going to miss minimum eight games. Are you still going to be in the hunt by the time that he comes back? If you want a
1: Pierre Thomas and a Woodhead? Don't no. you
2: kind of want one of those PPR
1: kind of guys? And I don't, I don't want, want Sproles and another. You kind of like say, hey, this is my PPR worthy guy and have some other kind of sound players. Like we talked about and before. I, do you want to have the decision every week? Who do I start? No. That Pierre Thomas that he took um, was great third. But negates but, but, the need for Danny Woodhead. But he missed out on, on um, was that Kendall Wright? He missed yeah. out on Brandon Cooks. Uh, but, you know, but, well,
2: like, that's fine. But if you want to take Pierre Thomas, the fact is... Then, then you then, don't take Danny yeah, Woodhead. Then you don't take Woodhead. One of those two needed to be not taken, and the team would have been a lot stronger. I agree. It, but it looked... Through four rounds? That? Yeah. Through four rounds? Fantastic. I think that's, I think it might be the best team. For a guy that... When well, we talked about what you get for your number one if you wait, that's the best... That, going the three, I think that was... That's how I would have done it, and then just not Woodhead. I would have gone... Because yes. uh, it was coming back, so he could have gotten... This is what, round six? He could have gotten... Uh wow, not a lot of wide receivers being taken there at that point in time.
1: Well here's one, one thing that here's wow. one thing to remember about
2: this team. There were none taken between these two picks. One thing
1: to remember about this team. Pick thirteen was Rivers. Last year Rivers ended sixth overall. Last pick was
2: Dalton who finished third overall. Last that. year, his <laughs> last
1: pick at quarterback, Andy Dalton. Was the third or fourth? I think it was third. Uh Dalton was 5th. He was 5th. Fifth. Fifth. He was 5th, oh, and Rivers he was 3rd. I thought he was 6th. Oh, I think Rivers was 6th, and Dalton was 5th. Those are his last two picks. So that shows, if you are willing to take a risk, and those guys were both top guys last year, and who knows, you can wait. and Rivers 4th,
3: Dalton 5th. Wow, 4th,
1: 5th, okay. Wow, I thought it was 5th, yeah, so those, those are 13th, 14th picks. Now you don't want to take your seven quarterback seven. based on last year's stats,
3: but it's not like so much he, difference happened if to they either of these quarterbacks that they're all, they all of, a a of the third totally sunk. If you plan on going with two quarterbacks late, I'll tell you right now, you don't go with Brian Hartline in the 11th. Okay, that, that is too, you might as well take a chance there. So Sorry, you're just, a real chance. Are you saying take a quarterback or you go ballsy on, a, on another?
1: Ballsy skill on player? another pick. Okay. And now Davis ain't a bad pick. Uh, I like that. That's, but there was too many chances
2: bad. on that Sammy second Watkins. end. Watkins. There's too many chances on the second end of this draft. That, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins,
3: Sammy Watkins, Brian Hartland. I don't see an explosion there.
2: It's one of these things. Again, if you're going to go for these strategies, well, either you go for the two wide receivers or you're going for the, the tight end and the quarterback, you're putting more stress on you to get the other positions. If you at least... Have some hits. Mix it up. Yeah. I mean, like, even, like, for me, where I, I again, I, I still think it's safer when you're going two running backs versus the two wide receivers, just because the wide receivers are deeper than, than running backs.
3: Dude, if I go Rivers and Dalton in the 13th and 14th, I go Val Verity in the 15th. <laughs> Always. Val Marity doesn't
1: like taking himself. He That's bo- right. I love, he's like, he's I like love Johnny tanking. Uh, I He voted for. Uh, he voted for, yeah. Um, he guy. doesn't talk
2: about himself in the third person. That Val Verde guy...
1: I think Valverde does uh, does Google searches on himself and is looking for people holding beers. Dude, it's happening right. more That, I want to that guy it. that guy actually we got to mention the, the fella the brown Willie Brown would pull up that email. We got to mention his karaoke right. night where that was part That's of the right. story. And, and he says, oh, yeah. Valverde, so I Willie do Brown know to Sacramento, he basically said he, was, he wrote me I wrote us an email and was like, "Yeah, was, I do this karaoke every week and I cracked a beer and said,
2: Val Verde. So all you fans out there, take a picture of you cracking a Val Verde don't and send us a picture. We'll put it on Facebook. Done. Or oh, we'll put it on all of
1: them. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll or put Kerry it on Verde. our new website Makes it so we can put a whole piece. That's it. Val in while watching the games, while studying, while at your draft. Send us a picture. You can post it. The oh, contact is right videos? there. Send. us like care. videos? videos. Second videos? Yeah. Videos might be hard. No, we can do we can do Instagram. I yeah, don't really. have mine set up. But we can do it. send the stuff in and we'll do a full post every week of just it's hashtag Valverde. Val you find it up. We're going to turn We're gonna this, make into this into a, into a world Man.
2: craze. Everyone in the world. It's like the Macarena, it's the
3: Valverde. It's already happening. But Willie Brown he said the so karaoke on weekends at a local bar. He said that last Friday he cracked open a beer and shouted Valverde into the mic. <laughs> His wife and everybody in the crowd looked at him like he was fucking crazy and he was sitting there laughing to himself. Said fuck Love it. it. You know, like, they don't get it, fuck it, right? Because that's you know? how we are. When you
1: make jokes, you carry- don't get
3: it too bad. The
1: people in Sacramento. Check out the
3: Where's, what? What, where's Yeah, it's it's in Sacramento. He does he doesn't mention the bar. No, it's very, very bottom. bottom. Oh, very bottom. Bottom. bottom.
1: Yeah, 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 very bottom. Uh Great American Reals no, he's a broker. Not not the not the bottom, signature. What? It's in there. It's in there.
3: The very bottom
1: part. It's
2: like Prego. It's, like it's in there. Really quick.
3: I don't know. I, I don't see it. I'll find it in a second. I'll mention it in a second. I know the email. Yeah, yeah there's the email. There it is. DMX
1: is now scanning. Oh, it's the second one. Oh, it's the second, second one. one. There we go. Got it. Uh, oh, here we go. No. Yeah, here we go. Carry up. All right. It's at the uh, Red Hill Saloon. Red Festival Hill Saloon. Friday night in Wheatland, California. So...
2: Willie Brown uh, is the karaoke host at the Red Mill Saloon. So, all of you out there in Sacramento, you need to go visit Willie yeah. at the Red Mill Saloon. So you and can when ride you ride walk in you there, can, get yourself a, get you, buy a can of beer. Red Hill. No. Walk, Red Hill. Red Hill. Hill. Red Hill. Red Hill. Hill. Red Hill. Red Hill, Hill. Get yourself nice. a can of beer, go on karaoke night, and walk up and go... Val and crack a beard at him. And then you get and then you gotta sing Meat Love's Duet.
1: I wanna know right now. I'm Val Verde and And Willie will, will buy you, buy you a beer forever? if you do it. I just screwed I off. won't finish it for you. Thank you. I thought you were gonna be the female part of Next this.
2: Next team. Like. Next team. That's what you're always hoping. Crazy J. you Bye. crazy Jew.
3: Let's do it. Alright,
1: we're gonna not talk about this team because we gotta catch up. It's we'll We're gonna go three hours again. Monty Wall, Drew Brees, uh, Orange Julius, Bishop Sankey, Kendall Wright. Reggie Wayne, RG3, which is a backup to Breeze, um, Chris Ivory, Kerry Robinson, Cecil Shorts the third, Boykin, Ebron, Jarvis Landry. Just, we just like you
2: were saying, Like this team I felt like I took some good chances later in the draft. Getting mm-hmm. Ebron late, getting Jarvis Landry, uh, Cecil Shorts, who is a number one receiver when he comes back, um, you know, if the get in, he
3: is. I think Marquise Uh, Lee. Listen,
2: I love Marquise Lee, but listen, Shorts was the number one without Justin Blackman. Now you get him with with Marquise Lee, he's going to draw some coverage away. You were
3: talking about the difference between uh, (laughs) uh, Marquise Lee and Ace Sanders. Sanders was
2: the number two last year. Right. As soon as uh, so uh, Blackman was gone, fact, was the, fact has, the fact that Cecil Shorts has the fact that Shorts has a Marquise Lee makes him better. And you're going to get an Allen Robinson whenever he gets back into the mix. Okay. I think I, now, I, in I, hindsight,
1: you would. You're, you, I think the thing that we, we do with these mocks for is Show in, you like, the Ebron, like You, you the would wait man, on an RG three and a take backup, a, but I, you wouldn't have taken him. But you maybe probably
2: shouldn't have taken a backup quarterback. Well, no, no, I said it there because I was looking at the head It was at the Grades on where I was and saying, and I said this in the, in the podcast, you, one of you fucks is going to need to trade for a quarterback. Great could be a guy that has no. Philip Rivers and Andy Dalton. At that. I, I do not like doing that. But but, no, no, I I, it I, works. I, but again, it was about, it was about again, why do you try different things? I'm with you. So normally I would never do that because, again, yeah. I never can dread. It didn't work out. No, because you could
3: never. It didn't work out. Oh, right, I, I mean. Don't well, get mad. Thank you, Steven Max. Jackson. No, I know mean, I mean, me not, not, and you and Steven Jackson are all
2: sitting in the same car together. No Steven Jackson's all sucked. But I, <laughs> I, 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 dog, you <laughs> never I, like any of the picks I made. No, I'm no, sorry. No, you're, you're being reacted. Rea- you're being I'm feeling the fire right now. You. I have no. to You We're moving on to
1: me. We're moving on to me. Love your team. filled with slim fest. Julio Jones, Des Bryant, Trent Richardson, Rashad Jennings. Now you flip around where my, who, my first two wide receivers who I like better than Demarius and AJ collectively, Julio and Dez. But I like Valverde's number 7 picks with Arian Foster and Zach Stacy a lot more than Trent Richardson and Rashad Jennings. Went Nick Foles there in the 5th. That was kind of something I've been playing around with and loving lately. But I'm starting to think by looking at this mock and just the way things are, there's no reason. Same Not thing necessary. with that Andrew Luck there yeah. and Nick Foles in the 5th. There's no reason to do that. Wait right. two, three yeah, rounds and Matt get a Brady rope. Yeah, Eighth. It's, w- it's better to wait off. So, Edelman, we love that pick. I love that pick. Yep. I think it's six PPR. Okay. Great. get Great. P- Great p- p- pick. Hit up PPR as well. Tavon Austin, so we won't talk about much. You hated it, dog. Uh, I think you love it. I love it. hate him, Tavon definitely. Austin this year. But, yeah, you hate him. Hate uh, him. And I'm not saying I love him. But at the same time, the upside and ceiling for him
2: seemed a lot better than a lot of guys. Even this is the one of those that you ones took that the
1: next pick after a Brit, who I love a Brit
2: as well. <laughs> all I say about Austin, is he's <laughs> one of these guys that he's he's not showing you anything. He showed you that one game last year. That that's the taste.
1: Yeah, one and a half game. Right. Basically. Now
2: all it takes is. These guys, sometimes it just takes overnight for some of these guys in the NFL, and they make the turn. And I'm not sold that it's a guarantee. So. No. I'm with you. I'm, I'm also By not me sold means Austin, it's, it's a plug Jeff Fisher's play, offense.
3: Sixth pick overall in last year's
1: draft. I wish it was not Jeff Fisher's
2: up. offense. If it was anyone's offense, I would feel a lot better. But, yeah. talent rises to the top.
3: You throw Chavon Austin in New Orleans, like Brandon Cooks is. Oh, yeah. Love him. He's 11, 400 years. You put St. Louis in a Jeff Fisher offense. Well. One we'll question like I got for who's the back? Is it Hill?
1: Sean Hill the backup for yeah. Bradford? Yep. Yeah. I almost first Tilan Austin. sake, I, I, I almost I almost want I almost want so Bradford to get hurt. Yeah. Bradford gets hurt, you know who's going to be dropped back every time? Where's that? Where's that, that little jitterbug? Where is that? Oh, here he is. Okay, let's just give you the ball. Um, all right, then we go. Fred Jackson, Jordan Matthews, Dobson's back in the field. Brown, I think we yeah, like that lovely. pick. Jared. Uh, Kachery number two, whatever. I, I don't like this team really. No, I'll, I'll
3: tell you right now. I love your back end. I love a Fred Jackson in the ninth round. That's uh, Jordan I love that Matthews line. in the tenth. Aaron Dobson in the eleventh. Those are your, Sam Bradford in the fourteenth.
2: Loving that. Not shit. only that, you scared me on Dobson though. No, no, but but, but you, I
3: love it that late.
2: That late with the potential. And the other thing that you did was Kachery is a safer guy, so you, you blended it. Yeah. So was Donald Brown because here's the other thing about Donald Brown. Donald Brown that late. I'm sorry, I'm not 100% bought in that Ryan Matthews is Agreed. making it through the season. Yeah, so if you can get a guy like him, and Donald Brown, you got know, to remember too that the, the coach that came in there to replace uh, uh, I don't know who it was, but the, the guy from Indianapolis is why they brought in uh, Donald Dick Brown. Signed him. So, so he likes him. Okay, this is like one of those one of those guys. Like it's like me, like the whore with uh, T. I. Hilton and all these other guys. These coaches, these guys who draft guys, they they have a tendency just to bring them along and to continue to to try to prove their own self. We all like Browns always played
1: above where he kind of was. He thought. was first Except for his he was first, first year. He, he, he wasn't. He, was he, no,
2: he was a high pick. He, he was a first pick in the, pa- in the draft
3: Connecticut.
2: He went to. Yeah, he, he was and he was, was, he, was, was, he was looking great his rookie season and then he got hurt. Yeah, and then it was just underperforming and then it was having to earn his back and. Not until he was the fourth guy in the depth chart that all of a sudden he got his resurgence. It's a kick can play. Looks and
3: Ryan Matthews is an
2: injury. Same forward. thing happened to Nochal Moreno. And who did? Remember last year? Remember last
1: year? Uh, the backup for Ryan Matthews was Woodhead, right? Who's the third running back over there? Ronnie Brown was he on the Ronnie team? Ronnie Brown. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think we like a Donald Brown more than a Ronnie Brown. Yeah. I'll yeah. Talk, take that Brown. All right. Dogmatica, your 10th pick, and it looks like we are going to come just short of three hours with the outro song, but let's close these last three teams out pretty swiftly, and I think we've covered a bunch of guys, and it awesome podcast, uh, very helpful for people, and awesome, just so you guys know, I'm going to be a little selfish here, very helpful for me, D-Rex. And my drafting that's going to be happening starting Saturday. Then I got another one Monday. Then I got another one
3: the following week. Kind of bums me out. It's but uh, but I love it. Yeah, I love it. that it helps you. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> bums me out on Saturday. Quick, quick thing <laughs> though, it, it,
2: it is, this is important because guys, you need to look at like these things in the rearview mirror and go, "Wow." So here was the approach. Be yeah. honest with and, yourself and say, you know, like guys, I, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I wish I wouldn't have done that. But if you don't do it ahead of time. It's like not practicing for your You're doing
1: that with the team that you've got to sit with for the whole season. For the rest
2: of the year. (laughs) Like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Burn a few bridges. Burn a few bridges that that, that, that that then you say, I need to
1: now have a solid bridge. Me and that team, we are not on talking terms. I'm not going to do that team on draft day. I'm burning that bridge on that philosophy. I
3: love this number 10 team. You love
1: this team? All right, dogmatic. I'm going to give it. Baby, just hammer my woodhead. It's Giovanni Bernard, Peyton Manning anchoring it down. Then you got a Macklin, Wes Welker, Wow uh, Ryan Matthews Then you got Joy Bell Jeremy Hills so Totally back up All the running backs Three Max. running backs In a row there. Then you got A Kenny Britt With upside Devon like. Ridley Bernard Pierce Wow a lot of running backs a running yeah. Marquise whoa, whoa, Lee Zach Ertz, Zach so your Ertz. first, your first tight end taken in the 12th round. You Ertz. were
2: pissed because you took Dwayne Allen, and you did not know that Zach Ertz I crossed, was out because you crossed I, him I off. I crossed
1: them out. That's something. It was the that second I'll guy say, that you crossed off by accident. Something that I'll tell you again, and I won't make that mistake again. It's good. Zach. Another it's nice line, nice line over the guys. And why? Why don't know where you get messed up more than the line you're crossing off. The circle of the guy on your team right. can look like a cross through the guy beneath it. So when you circle the guy on your tiers, and you're also gonna be writing do his, it to your on your team, team, computer on your and list, just
3: erase.
2: How about this do too? That, do that. Get, do rid, that as well. get rid of I'll my friend, guy. Make the font bigger so that you can't mistakenly Don't cross circle. A rock, circle double again. cross a guy off.
3: Be smart about that and it was something. I that, have moved Zach Ertz up into my top ten, and not just in my top ten. He's gotten to six. For Me,
1: I don't know where he's at for me, but he's definitely top 10. He
3: is, he is,
1: like he's right on the top 10
3: for me. Potential this year, huge.
1: The only thing that sucks about him is, I think, situationally, I agree that Ertz is by far the better player, but there's going to be a couple games and it's going to annoy the piss out of the Ertz owner. Where friggin' uh, where yeah, is gonna have a few good games.
2: Did That's you see fun? the catch Selick made where his helmet got popped off and got hit by uh, two guys?
3: I didn't see
1: it. Oh, and
2: he's like, he gets up, he's like, "Yeah!" And there's gonna be. Two
3: there's gonna be about five games where the Browns score zero points, and Jordan Cameron is gonna be like, "I lose." I agree. You know. I mean, Agreed. I mean, Agreed with that. You know That's I'm why saying?
1: I'm surprised you're so high on him.
3: Your testicles and you. Take a good look. These are the unlucky ones. These unfortunate souls are suffering from ESS, Enlarged Scrotum Syndrome.
1: That is going to be the new name of my team. ESS. Enlarged Scrotum Syndrome.
3: Enlarged Scrotum Syndrome. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got to say the whole thing out. It's not ESS. That could be anything. <laughs> Enlarged Scrotum Syndrome. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it with such conviction. You might catch it. I. <laughs> have it That's
2: why I can say it. So loud. Thank you. You really gotta be careful let's with that. Let's wrap. Up, let's wrap
1: up this team with Carson Palmer and Tim Wright. Doug, let's, we're gonna give you thirty seconds, and we're gonna move on to the next team. Why do you love this pull, team? Hold on. You got on. To something to say? But yeah, what?
2: No, I something. To say. I my one of my teams. It was my cousin who came up with the name in Charlie's League when we first joined. Our team name was the Ganaden Hooten, which was a city. Uh, Hooten gonads. <laughs> go the Gnadin Hooten Hooten Gonads. The Gnadin Hooten Hooten Gonads. And go we had a net. picture of, these, of the tribe that had just enlarged testicles. Oh my god. So, everyone in the tribes got big nuts? Yeah. Is it, that right. how they come together or do they make them big? That's oh, horrible. It was, uh, no, they were all separate, but they all had big nuts. So,
3: they all catch it or it, was it just a. No,
2: well, they had big. They they had the, They had wore like, a tunic to catch them.
3: Oh, oh I gotcha. Big <laughs>
1: nuts. All right. Let's go on. Dog,
3: 30 seconds. Why you love I don't even need 30 seconds. Peyton Manning love the start of that team. Bernard, a great PPR guy. Matthews, also a, a not, not so great PPR guy, but I love the backups of the running backs. Great set of wide receivers. Um, and uh, topping it off with a Zach Ertz, I think that, that, that's phenomenal. Ertz and a, a, and a Tim out. Wright, who can actually be a wide receiver Am I a guy that like actually on
2: that uh, Tampa Bay team. Second to last pick, Carson Palmer, who, again, This Has is where, there are so many good backup quarterbacks that yeah. you can grab these days. And if you're going to wait that long Carson's a great one the early backup to grab his I said is Jake Cutler because of what he can possibly do with that team. another great backup that is going to give you some headaches and
1: fits if you if you want to not have to think too much about your quarterback is Russell Wilson who showed he's moving up but there's still this is a guy that ain't going in the top 7 rounds no, no. he just
2: ain't but if you are at least with the running people, touchdowns Ooh, he's looking really good on that front.
1: Agree,
3: oh, right that guy's a stud. Quick,
1: he's a stud. People have no idea. It's ridiculous. Quick, quick question, dog. And we'll move on from this team. Yeah. Marquise Lee. What are your expectations out of him as a fantasy footballer? I think he's going to be the
3: number one receiver on that team. I think Cecil Shorts is done. Okay. okay, and I don't disagree. What does that equate to? Yards, catches, but just projection, ballpark,
1: touchdowns. What do you think he can do? What's his ceiling this year?
3: Honestly, on, on that Jaguars team, I think it's more like. Fifty six, nine fifty, and six or seven. Which
1: is a very healthy uh, yard for absolutely. Yeah, I love your honesty because I think that sounds like yeah. a good thing. You're not going too crazy. Yeah, no, he, not he's crazy, not a
2: thousand but... yards, but he, he can give you six touchdowns and he can give you nine hundred yards. I yeah, agree.
1: cool. Next team, Stag Party. Second team, Dog on a Leash. Eddie Lacy, Demarco Murray, C.J. Spillers. three he running took, backs, three running backs. Then he took Victor Cruz, Brandon Cooks, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Got it. That's a lot of question numbers. marks there. I know, but that's that's that's
3: that's good for Potential four five six. The fact that in the 7th and 8th he would get six. Vernon Davis and Matt Ryan, I think that that's what makes that okay. To I me. think he could have made those first six picks better, but I think the fact that he got Vernon Davis and Matt Ryan in the 7th and 8th makes like, it nice.
2: I like his, after Matt Ryan, Justin Hunter, Russell Wilson, Mark Ingram, Andrew Hawkins uh, in round 13. Those are the picks that I like. And even Ahmad Bradshaw. Yeah, if, if well, Richardson, like, look, I, I I I should like that because I, I I don't believe in Richardson. Yeah, exactly. To well, be honest, Dunbar, this team Dunbar, on
1: paper might be one of, just namesake might be one of the best. That doesn't really, consider matchups, strength of schedule, and how things will actually go. Obviously, but just pure paper names, this team here's what the I starting about. lineup might mm. might
2: look the prettiest. Doesn't it looks pretty shit but In PPR, I don't like it because I don't like yeah. Martin Davis, I don't like Deshaun Jackson, I don't like Victor Cruz, and I don't like you know. Brandon Cooks maybe, but Brandon you know, Cooks are right. This isn't a
3: very PPR team. No, You're right. Lacey, nice. Murray, injury prone. Spiller, being kind of spilled out. <laughs> uh, and, and Cruz, terrible Giants offense. Cooks, love it. Deshaun Jackson, Redskins, terrible offense. Vernon Davis, not PPR. Two not games, P- two games PPR. this year. Matt Ryan, who knows? No more Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Justin Hunter, Potential. Like of the potential I like, like,
2: But I like it. No, I like that. I'm
3: Russell like Wilson? It. Who I'm are you like start? Too. Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan each week? Because Russell Wilson's going to put up numbers. You're going to be like, wait, should I be starting Russell? Or should I be starting Ryan? Uh, I think yeah. I'm calling Wilson.
2: Wilson, Wilson
3: will
1: end up with I'm, more fantasy points I'm gonna try, look,
2: I will not draft Matt Ryan this year because, again, Atlanta to me is Right a now, problem on too. my
3: tiers, strength of schedule. Russell Wilson 9, Matt Ryan 10. Yeah. And your strength of right schedule,
1: now. Matt Ryan's got the second or third. He's 28th. Yeah, hard. The hard yeah, schedule. They got a hard schedule team,
2: for passing. That team has just fallen hard since their, their run toward toward the championship. Game. And we
3: know one of the reasons why.
2: We talked about Wilson, ten. Matt yep.
3: Ryan, twenty-eight. You we know what? Has, you here. know what
1: happened. We we don't like Smith. The coach there, the whole yeah. thing. Couldn't you see Smith being fired by about week 10? Well, it's the same reason
3: why
2: you're saying that you're scared about your scared 49ers team, right now.
3: He's a sucker. I, He's a nice guy. I just don't think he's... He's, he, not, he's not a winner. He's not, not, not going to be around for that. No, he's, well. he's a fantasy cotsucker.
2: <laughs> you're, you're, you, you said to me before the podcast today, D-Rex, that you're worried about your Niners. And I understand. You're, that was a team that you were in the Super Bowl, that you were in the championship game. You, you've been still training there, but it's like... Hanging on. And so many times we see the teams that were in the Super Bowl that lost not even make the playoffs the next year. And we saw what happened to the Ravens after they won the Super Bowl. It, it's so short in this NFL how you can stay on top of that yeah. pedestal that unless you have a Peyton Manning or a guy who can continually take you there, and Russell Wilson may be the guy, and again, they're, they're doing it right now because, again... San Francisco and Seattle are both on the benefits of not having to have to pay their guys. Now they're having to start paying their guys, and now they're losing talent. Well, here's the thing that, that I'll mention quickly. There's a difference between paying your guys after you
1: won the Super Bowl, like Seattle's going to have to do, and having to pay your guys like they've won Super Bowls but yes, haven't won them, but like the 49ers. Them. Exactly. And, but I will segue this in one way. What I think's happening with the fact that I think the 49ers have scored three points in their first two preseason games yeah. and have had like 60 points scored against <laughs> <like> 70, <laughs> 70, something ridiculous. What I do think this does, and we're gonna segue this to my last team, the one player that this benefits, the one player, is Colin Kaepernick. They're gonna have to let this guy run. They are not good enough. This is not a team that's just gonna march into the into the Super Bowl. They're going to have to run to be able to get home field Their defense will not win their, 10 Their defense will not stop people out. I think they're going to say, you know what, Colin, you're
3: our guy. Just do what you got to do to get this thing done. I don't think so, because their wide receiving core and their tight ends are good enough to I, be able to pass. Through. I agree, but I'm worried about Colin Kaepernick's arm. Being able to pass.
1: He's got a cannon, but he still is just like... It's it's weird. His short game is like this. His cannon is like this. Well, I'll but his this. short game is like It's dingy. it, it, I, he doesn't, a to it. He doesn't. It doesn't.
2: Look Maybe you should throw it in the other hand.
3: I love him. That's uh,
1: what I,
2: I gotta
3: ask. If they run him one too many times, Fine. they're going Fine. to. bad Gabbert. That Gabbert's already gone. You that, can't worry about Gabbard's that. Gabbert's gonna get cut. Let me
2: bring yeah. up another point you no haven't shit. brought up yet. He's gonna be
3: cut within the point you haven't brought up yet.
2: Mark my words. words. You this is I the mind. longest that yeah. Jim Harbaugh he's has been terrible. with any team. And there's been question as to whether he's going to jump ship. So, this is one of those things that, let's see. I got a feeling that he, if he is going to jump ship, he'll have no qualms about saying, Run, run, run I Colin, run. Run, run Forrest, you, you saw
1: what happened in the playoffs last year. They all of a sudden took off the shackles, and it was like, whoa. They lost. They didn't go to the Super Bowl. And you said he was Close playing game. hurt. They say, yeah, well, Collins, this week he announced that he had a hurt, what, foot? He had, a, like, an um, injured... Hollands
3: contract is going to tell him, don't run. I'll tell you that What's his right now? I think he's a winner. He wants, win a he, wants, he, wants he wants to win a Super Bowl. He wants to keep on going. He's not, if he gets hurt, okay. he's going to be very upset I, you I can tell everybody <laughs> so
2: this
1: is a song. <laughs> all right. All right, last
3: we're gonna go through the majestic. Team number divisions. twelve.
2: Brandon. Let's do Mar- it.
1: I'm gonna go through them. I'll let you guys talk about it. Then we're gonna listen to some more run DMC on the closeout. And wow, can't believe we went three hours, but yes, I can. We are mad men. We're all sweating buckets. The whose rap, house
2: is it? It's gonna be run Run's, Run's house.
1: house. Brandon Marshall, Marshawn Lynch, Mike Wallace. Pierre Garçon, which I don't like that pick now, but I like the team so far. Chris Johnson, eh, not feeling good, that great about it. Toby Gerhardt, Kyle Rudolph, Colin Kaepernick. I'm starting to feel scared about Niners, but I just think that they need him to run, and if that happens, he's top three. He's a rookie team. James James White, uh, that's my first rookie. I know. I got two more in a row. Okay. No. Oh uh, yeah. That's true. Uh, then uh, Andre, I mean, I like James Balls White, I love, yeah, I love the James we White call, Alford wonder- <laughs> Blue. Something I think, <laughs> something I think is gonna happen with James love White. Love my Alford Blue. I think James White's gonna be the running back for this team this I year. I think so. I think it he's might gonna be. be the. I think he's gonna be the I value at the running game. back position. You got all these other guys. Well, who do the I the think? is, is stuck getting stuck all of it, it is James White.
2: He he's not looking. I watched the last game. He didn't look good, but at the same time, they didn't open any holes for him. And Ridley was running better. Yes. Early on, but Ridley. Yeah, it, here's the thing: Ridley is gonna fumble. He always fumbles. I know. He it's fumbled just, again. its just—it's just, it's inevitable. He might so, get cut. No, it's no like, he not won't get cut, cut because they have to hold him. Be, they have to next he year. year. Tell he will not be on he's the team star. next year. Practice squad. He will not be on the team. No, no. He'll be you cut can't. after this. They won't. Uh, you won't you, you
3: can't put Ridley
2: in the practice squad. But I know. I will tell you this: They are doing everything they can. You saw in that game early on. After that. There's James White, and they give him a lot of work. They are trying to get him ready. They're doing everything they can to get him ready to be the guy. Yeah, it's true.
1: All right, so you got uh, Andre Williams. The reason why I took him, it's on the New York Giants offense. It looks scary, but it looks like he's a goal linebacker. Led the nation in in rushing last year. he looks like a kind of a, a football player. Looks like a kind of guy who
3: could be a running back in this league. And Not Rashad Jennings this is, is no ir- sure thing. Yeah,
1: Rashad Jennings can get banged up. I like
3: up. that. I like that Williams.
1: Call. Alfred Blue, we know we like that call because he seem he's like Arian. He's Arian, Arian 2.0, and they <laughs> got I mean, the easiest run
2: schedule. I, I gotta say this, uh, my boss at work, <laughs> he uh, had his draft over the weekend. He goes to me, let me look at you. He goes, tell me what you think of my team. And I'm like, oh. Let's look at the waiver wire. Who's available? <laughs> is that running back. He had Roy Helu on his team. Oh, trust. I said, I go, I go, is Alfred Blue available? They go, grab him right now.
3: <laughs> nice. You. I'm sorry, but nice. Arian Foster, if that guy makes it through eight games, listen, I, I love him and his potential, but if he makes it through eight games, congratulations for grabbing him. Alpha Blue is the man to fucking have, dude. Andre Brown last week He's got be cut. Andre a, Brown got he cut.
2: cost you nothing. Jonathan to get.
3: Grimes is your backup, not really. This that is psychotic. this is
2: what's important about uh, knowing about an Alpha Blue. It's that you're not grabbing him in the twelfth round. You're not grabbing him in the thirteenth. I'm telling you, you wait till the fifteenth, sixteenth round. Still, no one in your league is going to know about. You can blue. get him in the twenty-first round. You
3: have twenty-five rounds. You
2: can He's get him there. in the
1: twenty-first, twenty-second yeah. right. round. And the fact is. You talked about video It comes from the program LSU oh, Pro stop. Good 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 And we've watched we've, watched we've watched we've, I, we, I don't get to watch enough College ball But I watch LSU Because it's LSU And the I've two seen games the guy you play watched I remember watch. Yeah the games I watched I remember being like This guy's No I agree I'm That's not saying really I'm that like right. I've seen the guy And I'm like This dude looks like a badass man Like whoa This is a big boy I wouldn't want to tackle him doesn't even get drafted because of the way shit works. Size, skill, the what, how, underwear what are Olympic numbers. Skills? Thank you, right. Uh, so, then, uh, then to close out this is Dwayne Allen. We love that pick. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Allen's moving Although up. Although you would have taken
2: Zach Ertz, but you didn't know that love he was available.
1: I would have taken Zach Ertz, for sure, yes. over Dwayne Allen. But I like Dwayne Allen. No question about it, I would have taken Ertz. Uh, Eli Manning, and eh, don't yeah, like that pick. Right yeah. uh, Stevie Johnson, I, by the pick. Yeah.
2: But by, by the way, this, this would go back to the Eli Manning. There's not we an upside so, to it. I, no, I actually probably not.
1: I would rather take even from what I saw in the game on Sunday that was atrocious. I would ra- I would take Brandon Lloyd. Brand Are yeah. you know I'd even take Bruce Ellington.
3: Would I, I wouldn't.
1: Nah, um, I wouldn't. Then Stevie Johnson. Come on. Johnson. I
3: regardless, regardless, regardless been, if he was I bigger, just, I would say yes. I hate Stevie but only Johnson. Five nine. I, I agree.
1: So do I. It's three hours, guys. I love you. No okay. one can. Can do I just this. say this
2: before we finish up? If you really want to figure out how long a Pyro podcast is going to last, if a train left New York at three hundred miles per hour, an accelerated speed,
0: fifteen we miles per hour, <laughs> and traveled a distance of six hundred and eighty-three miles, tell me, sir, what time would that train reach Chicago? That's going do the podcast. <laughs> I just to What time did I have it's mayhem! Mayhem! In Chicago?
1: Get, let's get some run. Whose house?
3: Val Verde's house. It's <laughs>
2: whose house? Love you guys. Later. We hate! We